good evening, everybody, or good night, good afternoon. Whenever you're reading a podcast or listening to a podcast. Do you read a podcast? No, you don't. I just realized I said good. you can read a podcast. Thank you, Creative, for correcting me on that. Uh, what time do read you usually listen to a podcast? Me? It, okay, usually when I'm coming up here, honestly. So then at night time. Because like a good... A, a, the right answer for me is definitely whenever I'm in the car, but usually the only time I'm in the car is definitely when I'm coming up here. Uh, so definitely at night or the morning, whichever one, like, it works both ways. It I does. Leave, I leave in the morning, so, uh, but definitely mostly in the Well, night. I'm a good employee. I listen to the radio at all times. Listen to the radio eight hours a day. No, no. you. I listen all the time because <laughs> I'm a grateful employee. It's okay, guys. That's Creighton. That's EA. This is Turn Off Your Damn Mics, the podcast that shows that even the board ops can give productive and insightful broadcasts. And uh, we are both ticket employees. Creighton, you've been here since 2021, same as me. Uh, you are the overnight full-time board op. I am the weekend board op, but yet we both strive for bigger things, don't we? We do. Like reading podcasts. Reading. Reading podcasts are, are big. That's the new thing we're going to push. <laughs> Uh, before we get into our main topic, because we have a lot to get to, I know. First of all, thank for thank for uh, thank, yeah, I can't even talk today. Thank you for everybody uh, for listening to the first episode. We loved it. We loved the response. Unfortunately, we couldn't do it last week, but we saved the best topics for this week because we cannot get away from it. You and I are about to have a debate, a big debate that might end us. We might end <laughs> the show because of this, but we're gonna get that to get to that in a minute. First, some big big news. As you know, we both work for the ticket, and yes. here at the ticket, of course, America's favorite radio station, we have an annual tradition called the April <laughs> Wait, Fools. What did you just say? What did I say? <laughs> go ahead. Annual. annual, annual, annual. Yeah, there you go. Annual. It didn't help that you started with saying it with the a part instead of an. You, you know said what? I can ain. say whatever I want. Ain was the thing that came out okay, of your mouth. Annual, annual, whatever. There, there it is. Yeah, annual. Well, it's an annual event where it's called the April Fools Open where the ticket brings out the worst golfers or people who've never played before and have them play in front of the uh, ticket host. It's at an actual golf course. And I thought, well, since I've never played before and I'm also very clumsy at sports, this would be a perfect opportunity. Well, we got big news, Creighton. And after this big news, you'll hear something else happened that kind of ticked me off a little bit. But let's play the big news right here. Plays never play. David Mino. Yep. Matt Birmingham. Yep. Matt, you have your outfit picked out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters. It what was a confidence It there. was Batman heavy last year. Oh, that's right. Uh, Gordon Keith. Yep. And Mark Elfenbein. And EA. EA's playing? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you agree that EA is a rising property here at the ticket? I do. Yeah, me too. Takes. EA, we've determined there's no doubt has the biggest snoring problem of anybody at the ticket. <laughs> we we think he may snore. I don't, it would just he should have to play in his apnea mask. <laughs> <laughs> like a fighter pilot going down the fairway. Okay, right, so this is the hard line talking about the April Fools open the roster with of course our esteemed boss Jeff Catlin and right there as you know creating the big news is that I am in the April Fools open. And they were excited. That was nice to hear that the, the Harlan was excited that EA was playing. So, of course, I'm excited about that. But it's the next part that I don't understand. 
they talk about Mike Snorin. And Corby, of course, who's the member of the Hardline, says that I might be the biggest snorer on, on, at the station. I and didn't. then Bob concurs that he <laughs> thinks, yes, that EA might be a snorer. And, of course, later on they say Dave even chimes in that I should play in a sleep apnea mask. Here's the problem Creighton and I have. They're 100% right. And how are they right? That's what ticks me <laughs> off because I've never fell asleep in front of them. I don't know how they know that I'm a snorer. So either two things are possible. One, they looked at me and said, you look like a snorer, which really is insulting. And two, somebody's a snitch and gave me up, Critton. What is it? Which one is it? I didn't know this was a was a thing, and so that was news to me when I heard Thank you. That. Thank you. I don't look like a snorer to you, do I? No, you really don't, so I'll give you that. See, I, <laughs> our good friend Jonathan Dodd, who you work with on yeah. Masby, he says, no, I could see that. I wouldn't. Here's the deal. I I'd be like, ah, I get it because a lot of people snore, but you wouldn't. You it never once crossed my mind that you were a severe snore. Right. Let's say that. Now and, it is true. I'm right. I have problems with snoring. <laughs> I've gone on vacations with family members who have oh, to boy. they have to fall asleep before I do because then if I fall asleep first, they're not going to sleep. Put the earplugs in. Yeah, I've ruined vacations, trust me, <laughs> plenty of times. So how they knew I even had a sleep apnea mask because it got worse at one point where I did have the sleep apnea mask. So it's not off my looks. We can agree with that. So somebody right. has to be a snitch. Oh, I have no clue how they would have known other than somebody telling them. But. Exactly. And I have three candidates. Oh, okay. Right? So if you're if you're into the ticket, look, 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 we'll break it down. These 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 employees. There's one employee that comes in on weekends that you know relieves me after on the on the weekends. Yeah. Sometimes I do take a little cat nap. We all do it. Do we though? No, we do. I've caught you sleeping. <laughs> But Connor Caldwell, good guy, comes in and you know he takes over, and he's probably saw he's seen me sleep. So obviously he's probably seen me snore. He probably heard the snoring as he walks in. Oh wow! So he's my suspect number one, <laughs> and I'm coming after him this weekend. Number two though is about two weekends ago. Remember when the Mavericks played the Lakers? Right. Well, I fell asleep a little bit. Oh, got fuck. tired. Justin Montemayor and Kevin Landry were in the studio here, watching the game. Okay. Now, could one of them have saw me sleeping and assumed I was snoring or heard me through the soundproof glass? <laughs> or while I was sleeping, maybe they snuck in and heard me. But those are the only three people I can vouch for and say, hey, those three were in the vicinity of me snoring. And which one of them is a snitch? Oh, I get the pick? Oh, perfect. You get a pick. Which one was the snitch? There's nobody else I can think of. So of those three. Kevin Landry. I'm not rolling. I'm, I'm rolling out Connor. Why? Connor's the one that's the I one that's see, seen it, me snored. But you don't think he'd go to the hard line, do you? That's why I'm rolling him out. Right. Yeah. Exactly that reason. I can't see him going and telling because there's there's has there had to have been. I can't imagine that when it comes to Bob and Corby and Dave that they would have gotten that information through somebody who also got that information. That seems like too many exchanges. Like exactly. too much. Like. I think the only way they would have known is a direct person telling them. And so I can't see a world where it's logical. I could see why you would suspect Connor because he literally heard you snoring. But I can't see him going or even being up here when those guys are up here. Exactly. One, one like if you think about it, we're no longer in Cowboy season. So these guys aren't up here on the weekend 
mm-hmm. uh, just for anything. They're only on the weekdays. They're, o- they're only here on the weekdays. Right. So like that does, and I guess I can't think of a time when when Kevin was up here during the weekday these past. I mean, here's the thing though, Kevin. The only thing with Kevin and Justin is that those two were in the other room. They couldn't. They, they were. They could. The only way is if I was somehow asleep and I didn't notice them walk in. Or anything like that. But that was the only way. My key thing is Justin Montemayor. You know why? That's who I'm picking. And yes, because he has a... he has, First of all, because he has a direct connect to somebody on the hard line. Right. David Mino. Right. Those exactly. Two, those two do a show together every Sunday morning. 9 to, uh, nine to 1. Sometimes 9 to 12, whatever. And guess what? I could see a scenario. Monty goes, ha, ha, ha. EA snoring really loud. Hey, David. <laughs> Guess what? He's snoring. And Milo finds it funny enough and has it, you know, he's sitting there. He's the producer for the hard line. So right. he gets together with the three guys and go, hey, guys, did you hear the story about EA snoring? And probably that day they were probably laughing about it. And it only came out on air is because Jeff Catlin brought me my name up and then they probably heard it that day. And it's all working together. See, so, that makes a ton of sense. Like that, we just built a case. I, I, I think, I think we did because that. See, when you start saying it like that, that makes me believe it like almost a hundred percent. I can, I, I totally buy that way more than Connor, who has heard you snore, somehow going to these guys, either during their time up here or texting them, which I don't see that happen. You know, because who texts somebody saying like, "Hey, EA snores." Like that seems that's such out of the blue. You know, like. That's I don't I don't see that happening. And then Kevin, like that's a maybe, but you're right. Like Justin, like Monty having a direct line to the hard line. One, he's also was filling in for the past, you know, so odd weeks. So with, there's so he, he has, crossed over. Yes, he's crossed over. And again, the other big my my thing is even if he didn't cross over, Mino's the direct line to the hard yeah, line. Yeah, he doesn't even have to be here to could have texted him. Exactly. There, there were so many opportunities for that to come out. And I'm thinking either Kevin or Justin probably went into the control room, heard me, went back out, and then acted I was like, going to bring that up to you. Yeah. Do you think that somebody came in there? Yes. One of them, too. Okay. Well, I then, think that's the only I'm way. I, that's the only way. That, there's no way they can hear through the soundproof. <laughs> Unless you are that bad. I am not Unless that bad. Unless it is that bad. Well, how would you know? You're sleeping. That's true. I really don't know. You really But either know. way. Now, this all could be the more important thing is the insulting one. Where they just guessed I was a snorer. Oh yeah, I've thought about that too. Like that has crossed my mind. Maybe they Bob just because like, like here's the thing: if I like a snorer, <laughs> if I look, well, you you said you've asked people that. Like you said you asked Dottie that, and he said, "Sure, I believe it." Now, I don't know. I just don't understand <laughs> how you could look at somebody and say you're a snorer. Now, if I'm looking through the glass and I see you passed out there mm. on the other side, yeah, we're looking. I'm painting a visual for the people listening. I'm looking through the glass that leads into the control room. You can easily see all the computers plus where the board op would sit. I could, like, if I looked hard enough, I could, like, if you were severely snoring, I could probably, like, make it out a little bit. I could probably tell. Don't you're you? You're so right. You're so right. They, right? Couldn't, they don't even have to go into the control room. Like, because, like, it. like, you think about, like, snoring, like, if you're snoring violently enough, like, your mouth is moving, you're, like, breathe. you know, it's a yeah. whole process. And you know what? When I woke up, they were a little weird. I, I'll oh, say really? this because you know it was <laughs> okay. funny because I, I fell asleep and then I went back. I got a little energy. I even said, "Man, I'm tired." And I hung out with them in the uh, in the in the studio to watch. Right. The, we're watching the Lakers game, and so I was going back and forth. And I don't know. It was a weird 
weird moments. But anyway, thank we got to the bottom of it. I'm, we are going yeah. to we're gonna we're gonna show this uh, this audio <laughs> to the weekend crew, and let's uh, when we put it out on Twitter tomorrow, when the podcast comes out, they're gonna listen and they're gonna hear and they're gonna they're gonna know that we we're on to them. We're on to you, Justin. right? Even if it wasn't Justin, somebody. Somebody, somebody snitched. Somebody, and we're going to get you. We're going to get you. All right. I've ho- we've hold this off long enough. Yeah. It's time for the fight that might split us apart, Creighton. Because you and I, you know, one reason why I picked you is because to do this podcast is that while we do have a lot in common within movies and sports, we are totally <laughs> different on the music scene. And I think it helps that we have an 11-year gap. Oh, between it's us. A big, yeah, it helps. And it might feel even like a 30-year gap sometimes because your idea of good music and my idea of good music are so different. You give me looks like, who the hell are you and what are you thinking about? And I give you looks like you little youngin'. Well, at the time we're recording this, I mean, SZA just got done who? at the AAC, exactly, and Anybody that's like deep into the music scene, you don't even have to be that deep. It's just into the current music scene right now knows who SZA is. I'm not saying that that's if you don't know who it is, I'm gonna be like, oh my god. But like, I would be, I would expect anybody that's in like in the current music scene more times than not to know who SZA is, and you have no idea who that is. And she's I, one of the biggest artists, not just in. I've heard of her name though. Have you? Yes. Okay. And so that's a good point. Literally about, just dropped I'm, an album uh, that is unbelievable. Played at ACLs. Uh, ACLs at ACL, I uh, I love her, and you're missing out. You anyway. love a lot of people. I do. I, I really the do. There's a lot of great artists out but, there. But here's my point. At least I heard of her, right? This next thing I'm about to bring up is <laughs> that's the that's the big point. So about two weeks ago, right, the week of when we were supposed to do our second right. show, um, that week I think it was a Monday. I looked on Twitter, and Pete Davidson was trending. And as you know, I love to see if who if Pete D- Davidson's trending. It's because of somebody who's dating, right? Exactly. Some hot girl celebrity that they don't know why he's with her, right? So we go. I look on, and it says Pete Davidson and this name that I've never heard before, and it says Ice Spice. <laughs> now I'm like, who? And then I'm looking. Not only that, I'm looking through the the, the mentions. They are wondering why is she mentioned with Pete? Like, how dare they put Pete's name with her? Not defending Pete. They were <laughs> defending Ice Spice. Like, how dare they put him with her? I'm like, who's this person? Who is this girl? So I decided to Google, Google her. Ice Spice, I put it in. And I see a very grown-up version of Annie oh, that's uh, so pop mean. up. <laughs> that well, that's r- what she looks like. Her hair is like Annie. I'm going to show you a picture of her hair with her with the down. Well, no, no. I Don't worry. I saw. Oh, that's worry. right. You did. Yeah, I, yeah. Trust me. I did a rabbit hole dive on this person known as Ice Spice because up to that point, I had never heard of her. And yet I found out articles that said she's the next princess of rap. I found out articles that claim that she's one of the fastest rising stars and she only started back in 2021. The, the, the craziness, I even found a video that argues that she might be an industry plant, which we'll talk about in, in a minute. I And then I started listening to her music, and I look at her, and I'm like, I don't get it. Because this is the most terrible rap <laughs> songs I've ever heard in my life. The beats are nice. They're, they're good beats. I'll give you that. She just seems to be a pretty girl, because she is a pretty girl. There's no doubt about it. With a very good body, very voluptuous, oh curvaceous body. Oh, my God. She has a hair problem. I mean, she does put it down no. sometimes. But 
for the most part, she's known for her Annie style. Yeah, she's known for the, the curly I, I, hair. I love the uh, the YouTube comment said that this is what happens if Annie didn't get adopted. <laughs> I, I laughed at that YouTube comment. But um, no, um, I don't get I don't get it. I don't get why she's popular. She's nowhere near as talented as some of the other rappers in the game, and yet she is just going off and people love her. And then when I mentioned this to you, you freaked out on me. Yeah. You said, how do I not know who Ice Spice is? Are you living under a rock? Dude, she's like the most popping thing right now. I've never heard of her. <laughs> that is so, I have never is, heard of her. So she, two things. We got a debate here. Okay. One, why haven't I heard about her? Number two, debate why is she hot because she's not. She's not good. Why is she popular when she's not a good up rapper? Because she's not. Let's just be obvious. <laughs> oh, my God. Be, Come on, you 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 gotta admit she's not that great of a rapper. I'm gonna play some of these songs here in a second, just like as we were sitting here talking about it. That way, because if you ask me, you know, like one to answer your first question, which is an easy mm-hmm. answer, it's because you resent new rap music. Maybe, yeah. There there could be a little thing in there, but that's not entirely true. I would like there to are before new rappers could, no that, that come out and like I will say and we'll bring up some later examples that. I respect, and I think, yeah. okay, they're pretty good. I think she's just trash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can't deny that her rise over the past, it, they say a year. It's it's more like, like six Don't months. Don't you think that's a little suspicious? What? No, I just think that it's the- There are videos of her. So this is where I get into the little video okay. I saw. Okay. He, she's an industry plant. There are videos of her like at concerts and stuff. And yet there's not a lot of people there. But for somebody with that big of a following or that big of a chart success, she's not having a lot of people at some of her concerts. Now, because she's still new. It's different. Selling tickets and listening on Spotify are two completely different things. And one is way harder than the other one. And th- to say that, the Spotify one's pretty freaking hard. So think about how hard it is to push tickets and sell them. Did you see her crowd at Rolling Loud, yeah, you, Los you showed Angeles? Me, you showed me that. Rolling Loud, California. She had a crowd of, I would say that was at least 15,000 people. Can I argue people. that maybe they were just there and then she happened to get on stage? That's not fair of you. Why? That's not fair of you because. I'm just arguing. Well, it. you can make that argument for everybody that came before. Maybe. Uh, maybe. Playboy but, Cardi or came before Travis Scott. So which day did she play? Friday, Wait. I think. So, so wait, we're talking about. So what? you just named two very massively successful artists, and she's sandwiched between them. I think she's got more. How many? Li- how many more listeners? Are, I think she has more listeners than Playboy Cardi. I, I could that, be wrong, but I'm going to look. But I don't know. But I've heard of Playboy Cardi. I've of course heard of Travis Scott. I've never for once. Oh in yeah, my she life, doubles Playboy Cardi's listens why? every month. So yeah. maybe <laughs> look into it. How suspicious. That I'm going to look at. Let me see what. Let me see what Travis says. I don't then, think she does. But let's just be honest. Let's say. Let's say then we get into the bigger argument. Yeah, okay, she doesn't maybe, do Travis's. Okay, but let's say maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong and I'm the old man of the group like, right. that I don't. And that's why I never heard of her. And that you youngins, you youngins, and your little generation love her and she's that. Then let's get to the other argument. Why do you? Why you? Your generation f- feels that she's a great rapper because her music slaps, bro. But it doesn't. Like, slap. It's it's not. There's bad. other music. Is it that, the best? Here's the thing. Here's where you guys try not to lump you all in, but here's here is where. The issue happens with people that don't like either today's music or have an issue with like an Ice Spice. Like you're expecting it always to be like, I hear this argument all the time. It's like, oh, what is she doing in the industry that, you know, is changing the world or, you know, changing the way we look at music? 
I don't think everybody's got to be that way. I don't think, I think sometimes you can just have songs that are, you know, pretty all right. Like they're a fun time and no, no, leave no, no, it at no. that. Okay. I get that. And like, but, that's why they no, no, like no, no. her. But now time out. You're telling me though, she's getting referenced as the princess of rap. Well, to be honest with you, I mean, how many, I mean, who else is going to take that from her? Because there's a bunch of queens. I would. Nicki Minaj is a queen. You have, so, but but okay. But Nicki Minaj is she's nowhere near Nicki Minaj. No, 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 no. Status. But there's a princess and a queen. What I'm saying is like in terms of like I would say if we're going popularity based, mm-hmm. I would say it'd be like Nicki and Cardi B and like Megan The Stallion has gotten herself up there and girls like girls like that Missy Elliott would be up there and stuff like that. And then there's a whole different level. Where I would put like Ice Spice and a bunch of other people that have 35 million follow, uh, monthly listeners Listen, on Spotify. I, 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 I think here's why people like Ice Spice. Okay. okay. Oh, I think I know where you're going right. with this. She is a sex object. Yep, there it is. That's it. She is a sex object because, she, first of all, let's, let's, let's take an example just by her rapping skills. Her rapping skills are very mediocre. She's really not rapping anything. First of all, her lyrics aren't great, they're not rapping about anything profound or anything like that or anything they're just party anthem blah 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 she you know her mood she you know her mood like she says that over and over and uh, by the way we'll get to this other part where it's only a small listen to that keep going it's listen super, to that super song no it's not um uh, no but like those songs are so short so so the, she's doing the course for most of it very little actual rapping and when she does the rapping it's trash it's just her mumbling this style of rap that has come out, the new new age mumble drill Brooklyn drill whatever. Drill is so good. Listen it's to not. this. Yes, it is. It's drill is not. so good. It's Five Year Porn. Five Year Porn is unbelievable. And so, I mean, the drill it music just sounds is so like, great. It so sounds, great that even the Kid Leroy got in it, on it. I hate Kid Leroy. What? Oh my God. I hate that oh guy. What the, the most annoying One of my thing. favorite artists of this generation. Good God. He is oh, annoying. I want to punch him. Love the Kid Leroy. I want to punch him. I don't even know what he looks like, but his music makes me want to punch. But let me get to my bigger point. <laughs> so we, we've established that she's trash as a singer or <laughs> artist or whatever, as a rapper. But why is she popular? Because she has a pretty little face. She shakes her butt off. Everything she does is just shaking her twerking and everything. 90% of her videos, actually, sorry, 100% of what I've seen videos, she's just shaking her butt. And her lyrics refer to her butt and her breasts. It did okay. not help. It did not help that the video I showed you at Rolling Loud was, it's was literally her just twerking. Okay, that's my thing because I'll bring you an example. You brought her up, Megan The Stallion. Right? Is she not gorgeous? Do you not think Megan The Stallion is gorgeous? Are you, I mean, if you're gonna get into the whole, I mean, you're gonna say that she's an uh, object too? No, no, no. But I'm, I'm, I have a point here. Okay, we sure. We both yeah. agree that she's gorgeous, right? Okay. Okay, she's gorgeous, but yet, guess what? She's talented. Well, she's she one won of the best rappers in the game. Yeah, that's why she's she won the Grammy. That, yeah, and so uh, you know, Ice you Spice can, will not win a Grammy, so you can. That's okay. No, but that's my point. You're giving her popularity for nothing. If you, you know what, she can be. You know what, she's. Remember, I'll give you a great example. Who Ice Spice reminds me of? Iggy Azalea. She's. <laughs> No, she's yes. better than Iggy no. Azalea. No. I'm sorry. No, actually, yeah, no, 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 no. She's better than actually, Iggy. Actually, Come on now. No, Don't Iggy, do that. Don't no, do that. No, listen, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Iggy Azalea, back when she first started, had some great hits. Okay. What, like So Fancy but, what, what, and, and but Black not, Widow? No, there was another one. I forgot the name of it. Those songs are way no, no, worse no, no, listen, than In no, Her no, no, Mood. No, are you kidding me? Oh, and Munch? No, no, no. She has some great album or great songs, but what what exposed her? 
She was not really a good rapper. She was just kind of memorizing the lyrics and everything like that. When she tried to freestyle, that destroyed her career. And now, guess what? Why? It, the only other <laughs> reason why people like Iggy Azalea is what? Her yeah. looks. Her, her ass. Everyone loved her ass. And where is she now? <laughs> oh, only God. fans. She was uh, it, only uh, Ice Spice. Ice Spice is, is better than Iggy Azalea. No, she's not. Yeah, she no, is. She's not. And she's got. I would make an argument that Iggy Azalea might be even a little bit better rapper than her. She's got thirty-five million monthly listeners on Spotify, which is an absurd amount. I didn't sure. know it was that much. I you mean, there's most most the most popular guys. Some of them only get twenty million. Like you saw, I just said Playboy Cardi had sixteen million. Crazy. He just you know, headlined Rolling yeah, Loud. That's great. So you bring up my other point. Your generation doesn't know good music. No, I think what you're see that's my that's where I think the problem is <laughs> is where you guys expect everything to be transcendent. Where I'm some not people just, I don't some expect the Michael Jordan every day. No, just some people I just you want just you to enjoy be good. This I mean, you can just enjoy music. That's like here's the deal about that is like Ice Ice Spice makes drill music and drill music people love listening to live and they love to. "Quote unquote," they like, turn up to it, right? The, right. To party to, and that's that's fair. That's that's where Ice Spice is like popularity really comes. I think to that's play. fair. That's a great point you made. I think that's Thank fair. You. you know why? Because back when I was in high school, what was, and I told you about this, crunk music was big when I was <laughs> in high school. Do you think I think Little John is a great? You no, know, I think he's a great producer, but he's not a great rapper. I'm a, okay. I'm gonna say this because <laughs> this great. might this might make you like. You better not say he's terrible. As a no, no, no. I think he is good. But here in the next, like, I would say few years, there's a good chance that Ice Spice might be more popular than, than Little John could ever dream of being. See, that's bad, though. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But no, but that's bad because, well, again, I, you know, I, I don't think so. You know why? Why? I think that every generation is going to keep changing because I guarantee you the generation that my little brother, he's seven, his generation is going to come out and pretty much obliterate what you listen to. She just started. No, it doesn't matter. This is her, this was her first, I guarantee you, first festival no. appearance, which I'm is a huge you, deal. I'm predicting this right now. She's going to crash and burn. Cause she's not good. She's people, gonna crash and burn with Creighton. how many? People, she's already got five hit songs. No, she. But they're not good. Like boys, boys a liar. Who's with Pink Panthers? Who oh, I absolutely another, love. No, oh, terrible song too. Another terrible song. Pink Panthers is can an Pink amazing. Panthers actually sing? Yes. No. She's no. Like, don't do that. Oh, oh, she's so good. Have you heard? And the way she produces is unbelievable. That's got 168 million views. Very stupid. Like that's that's her latest song. And that's a stupid name, by the way. What? Pink Panthers. Pink Panthers? No, it's not. There's yeah. a story behind it. No, it's a stupid name. Uh, stupid fans. She can't be a one-hit wonder because she's already got no, five no. songs that Listen, are popping I'm, off. I'm telling you right now, she's going to have her little 15 seconds of fame, and it's going to crash and burn because she'll be like Iggy Azalea. What do you consider 15 minutes of fame? One or two years in the scene or more or less? She'll have another year. I think she could go for another. I don't think she'll ever headline, but I think you just said that. I'm, I just made the example about my my little brother's generation. He's right. seven, and you think that she's going to be big for them. I think no. There's no way that's going to happen. I think if she can make the second line of a festival, which would put her in the likes of somebody like as I'm, I'm I don't know. Should I should I include the male rappers too, or just female rappers that are on no, second line? Put, okay, that would equal. put her in terms of like guys. Uh, Tuzi, Coyle Ray, Trade the Truth, Young Nudie, who a lot of people, Bia, who is popping off too. You, just, you mentioned multiple people I've never heard of. That's why this is going to be fun because I'm about to give you a list of all okay. these. Like Blueface, like she, that, I mean, I would consider that a win for her. She might never get up to the top line or she definitely won't probably get to the headline. I don't know, but the headlining act. But 
It's respectable, man. Okay, so I'll give you this. I, I, I. So I admit I'm not a music person. Right. Okay. I never have been. Never will be. I, I like what I like, and it, it's very. And we'll get to that those songs in a minute about what I like, and you'll make fun of me. But I like what I like. So don't judge me off that. But <laughs> I did show I Spice to other people, What'd they my cousins, oh, who are boy. much more versed in songs and stuff than I am. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a cousin. Uh, his wife. She's from Canada, Toronto. They listen. She listened to rap all her life. Like she grew up listening to all that. All right. her cousins listen to everything. She knows her rap. She grew. She grew up around the same time as me. She loves Fifty. All that. That you know Eminem. That era. Right. I showed and played Ice Spice, and they just like, "What the hell is this trash? Whew. Like, what is this? It's not the best." I'm my not cousin, saying that my it cousin Salimon, shout out, he was going to listen to this. <laughs> he SJ, you know, we call him SJ. SJ is knows Ice Spice. He's part of the generation. What? How old are you? Twenty-five. He's, he's your age. Okay. Right. Yep. Ninety-eight. Right. Ah, uh, ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. So I'll be but, I'll be twenty-six. Okay, so you're roughly around the same. Yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he goes. I know Ice Spice. She's hot as hell. <laughs> But he admits that her music is not that great. I don't think it's the best. I'm just saying, like, I understand why she's as popular as she yeah, is. I love how you're, I will back, say, you're backing down because when we started this, you were like, no, she's no. I think no, no, no. I do think that her like the beats of like the drill music beats are awesome. Like that's what pulls me in. But I will admit, I don't think that she's the best like music artist out there or anything like that. And would I pick her over a bunch of other people? I absolutely would not. I'm but, sorry. I think that the idea that she is getting this much fame within small little amount of time. And well, she'll just, come back down a little bit, I sure. Know, but but let's, you got to admit, can you at least admit that it's her sexuality that's what's driving her, not her her talent? Can we both agree on that? I'll give you. I'll give you some. I think that. it's her yeah. sexuality that's pushing this, and her attitude. Because again, you have to sell yourself. I get that, right? But the problem is, she doesn't have anything underneath it to sell. Remember Jessica Simpson back in the day? <laughs> Jessica Simpson was. Sold, they sold her on what? Her sexuality. Right. Her boobs were always out. She was the, the pretty girl over there, blah, blah, Tony Romo was in love with her. All that. But guess what? She backed it up with her talent. So I understand people selling sex appeal, but I can't give you credit if you don't have the talent behind it. And that's my problem with Ice Spice and the, my problem <laughs> with y'all's generation of music because it's all trash. It's not all trash. It man. is. Go back and I'll, oh I'll show you God. some. I'll show you it's some very sets rare. That, Listen, that are it's very, very rare that I'm going to find a song from the last five to six years that I'll enjoy. Oh man, there's so many good ones. It's just, just I'm sorry, I can't find like just it. sticking in the rap game. I mean, it's an easy I answer, think the rap but game, like, but like Juice World, like unbelievable. I artist. think the rap game has suffered. Big time. Like Juice World X. X is awesome. Like those guys who are no longer with us, but those are the easiest answers because they're they're unbelievable. And then I can start getting deeper into it. But like I, I remember someone your age, just about a few years ago, my cousin's friend, he was sitting there. Yeah. He goes, Oh, this guy's a rapper. I was like, Oh, cool. I was like, I guess he's like a young and upcoming rapper. He sat down, so I just want to talk music with him. Yeah. And I go, who do you, um, he asked me who do I think is the best in the game. Yeah. And so obviously I'm going to go with Eminem. I think Eminem is the greatest rapper of, of my generation. I do think Eminem gets a lot of hate, and I would put him in that yeah, top echelon too. He's probably either, for me he's top one, like number one. Yeah. But I can understand top five, top right. three. That's an argument. He goes, nah, man, not Eminem. I'm like, who's yours? And he goes, little Peep. Peep was changing the world. Like, <laughs> the guy, who, the, the guy who died. Yes, yeah. I know. No, Peep is one of my favorite artists. Like to be the greatest rapper like of that. all time. I'm not saying that. I'm he's just been, saying. He's I'm saying. Tupac. What? 
He's no, 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 no. I'm not saying he was. No, he also didn't have enough time to even prove that. But I'll say this. Peep was definitely going to change the way rap music was seen. He was introducing a whole new version of rap. Yes, he was. I know you don't understand that. but he. And by the way, Little Peep has one of the best documentaries, probably my favorite documentary with Everybody's Everything, like an awesome look into his life. Can we, which also, is so, then, can we also agree that he's unoriginal because- uh, No, he's absolutely unoriginal. No, 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 he no, unoriginal. no he's absolutely original. What? No, because people would—they were—that's what they used to call him. They used to call him Peep, and so he's Little Peep. No, like, that's but, uh, his nickname. But everybody—I'm just saying—that everybody has a little. If you start looking at it, though, a lot of these littles, yes, they're kind of like unoriginal because, like, they—you know—they saw off Little of, Wayne. Yeah, they tailor <laughs> off Little Wayne a little bit, but that's never the reason why they have it. I just think that that does influence them to go ahead and say that. But like, guys like Little Uzi Vert have a reason for saying Little Uzi Vert, and guys like you know Little Baby have a reason for saying Little Baby. It's not just because like it's all Little Wayne, but. No, no, no. The thing is, is that that's an that's an interesting example because people is going to change the world, man. People is really. Why was he, can you give me an example? People is merging rock, like really sad, like music that was like almost rock heavy based into rap. I mean, it was unbelievable what he was doing. That's been done. Have before. you not? No, 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 no. Have you heard any Pete before? I heard. Some, oh my somebody god! Me and I just kind of ignored this. It. This man. Oh, Switchblades is one of the best songs I've. Oh. This dude was unbelievable. I mean, let's see if I can find awful things. I can just play that one. That's a Tracy. I mean, this oh, this song's so good. Just hear this. Okay, let's hear. Oh, and that's even a. You don't like that, man? It's better than Ice Spice. Absolutely, I'll give you. Oh, I will give you that. Yeah. And here's but, my. This is my favorite album. This is this is everybody's everything. But like, if you listen to like something like we're Switchblade. Oh, Switchblade. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Like, oh, this song is probably my favorite. This song's so good. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. You're, you're out. Oh man, let me read you off some of these names on this lineup okay. uh, that I spice was that, with. That, 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 how how much do I know? Right? Yeah, I want to know how much you know. Just just because this is the Rolling Loud California lineup. Um, this is the one that I spice was on. She played Sunday. Some are people. Some people are saying that this is the greatest lineup of all time. I have seen that argument over the past few days, and I have to say I watched almost all of the live stream Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it was. Amazing. Okay, go ahead. Arguably give, the best one. The greatest. So is, I'm not going to so do this them all. is the Justice League, the Avengers. I lineup. would say this is our. This is. I would. I would go ahead and put this as maybe, if not the best, the second best Rolling Loud lineup. And Rolling okay. Loud's known for putting the like the best rap, you know, rap guys together. Okay. Um. So you know Playboy Cardi. Okay, because he he. Yeah. So the, here's the headliners: Playboy Cardi, who headlined Friday. It's Travis Scott was Saturday. Future Sunday. Do you know Future? Yeah, I know Future. Good. So you've cleared all three headliners. That that yeah, I'm good. That would have been future. bad if we had to stop there. He was there. part of uh, Migos. No. <laughs> oh boy. He, no. He's done, but no, he's his own guy. No. Okay. Sorry. Future is his own guy. I, I know. Future. Who are the Migos? Do you know? Okay. So it's I know Offset. Okay. He died, right? No. Give me a hint. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do when you're on a plane? And you leave. Take what, off. There you go. And Quavo. 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 <laughs> Take off died. Quavo. Offset. Quavo and Offset are right. not friends anymore. Okay, right. And the future. Future's just I know future. future. No, no, I know future. Uh, there's a song with little, uh, uh, um, 
Was it Little Wayne? Sure, he's got one with them. No, there's one where they they're in like um, I know the music video where they're in like a water thing. I don't know, but that's how I know future. Okay, how about okay? I'm gonna go the here's the here's okay. the first line. Okay, uh, right below the headliners. These are guys that are going to be usually speaking of offset. Is he on there? Oh yeah, the offset Cardi Mill on the TV. Yeah. These are guys that will be either headlining a different stage opposed from the main stage, or they're going to be playing right before the headliners. So okay. still very big. Kodak Black. I know Kodak Black. Whoa, look at you. He was in the Cardi B song. You know this guy, Tyga. Of course. Okay, good. Dating Avril Lavigne right now, <laughs> which is kind of weird because I thought because her and Mod Son had a thing and they were going to get I don't know. Anyways, I thought she was with the guy from Nickelback, but no, she was in Mod Son. Trippy Red. Whoa, really? You don't know Trippy no, Red? No, I don't. Why are you That's shocked? Crazy. Why are you shocked? Like that one is so shocking. You know you know this guy, the baby. Yeah, I know the baby. Okay. How about uh, Dua Lipa? Yes, that's why you know. Okay, you know her because she's been she's had a McDonald's meal, Sweetie. Yeah, I know Sweet. Okay. Uh, I know oh, I love her. Five year old foreign. No, no. New no. guy, couple years old, was doing songs with Kanye, and he is one of the He's dr- he's drill music. He's one of the leaders right now in What's drill music. Five year foreign. Oh, I thought that's you were- who I mentioned earlier. Um, you know him, Soldier Boy. He's still doing music. He is. He's actually he's making a living out of saying outlandish things. So he claims right. he's the richest rapper and he's made all this money. And da, 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 what's da. your favorite between these two? My uh, between who? Crank that, crank that, Soldier Boy. Okay. Or kiss. Me oh, through kiss the phone. me through the phone. Really? Yeah. I respect what Crank That did for everything, but Crank That was my 2007. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go on the next list. Little Baby. Yeah, I I, I know Dub Baby. I don't know Little Baby. Sheesh, Little Baby's bigger. I've than heard Little of him. I heard of Little Baby. I just never. I don't know anything. Don Tolliver. No, he's a product of Travis Scott. Two Chains. Of course. Okay, there you go. You don't know this guy, Kevin Gates. I've heard of him. Actually. Really? Wow. Know, I'm surprised you haven't heard of Little Baby, but you heard of Kevin Gates. I've heard of Kevin. Ga- like I've heard his name. Little Yachty. Of course, Little okay. Yachty. He's terrible. No, he's amazing. He's His terrible. new album is he's annoying. unbelievable. Listen, I, I, new I'll album admit, is look, unbelievable. Grant, I'll admit this, and I'm going to tell our listeners what? right now, all, what, however two people listen in. All right? I believe that I will listen to somebody, and if I find them annoying, it doesn't mean that they're terrible. Okay. I just find people annoying very quickly. Oh, I've, oh okay. I get you. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give you a few more. Chief Keef. Of course. Okay. You know Little Uzi Vert. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanes. Yes. He shot Megan the There Stallion. you go. Good job. Polo G? No. Ski Mask, the Slump God. No. That's a stupid No, name. it's not. You are. Let me tell you. Ski Mask, one of the best lyricists of the last decade. Easy. Maybe of all time. Dude is. His cadence Does Kendrick is, Lamar not exist anymore? No, no, no. No, no, no. Kendrick Lamar is like the man. You just said it in the last 10 no, years. No, I said one of. Kendrick Lamar is the. I was about there's to say, a like, you are going to make Kendrick Lamar no, disappear? No, no, no. Kendrick Lamar is the. Ski Mask is one of. Okay. Unbelievable artist. His Oh, my God. He needs to make his. His album needs to come out already. His mixtape was so sick. Listen to Dr. Seuss. It is ridiculous. Anyways, Little Tekka. No. Big name. Sheck Wes. No. Really? You know who Shaq West is? I just said no. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> he made Mo Bamba. You know that song? The Orlando Center? Or now yeah, Lakers? but you know so I got, oh, Colin. No. no. Really? No. Okay. Well, there you go. There's a lot of no's right here. Wow. Young Nudie? No. Nardo Wick. Rich the Kid. I'm just going to keep going. You just say so. I'm just going to name a couple other guys. Central C. Central C is from Europe. Coyle Ray. 
Uh, I've heard of him. That's a her. <laughs> or what? I've heard the name, though. Trade the Truth. No. Hey, he's an old guy from Houston. There you go. All right, last one. Special guest of the of the festival, Lil Wayne. Oh, no. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Come on. Please. I'm shocked you don't know. I'm not shocked. I, it's just weird to hear somebody say they don't know who Trippie Red is. All right, Red well, is. you know what? We're, we're going we're gonna, to uh, uh, remedy this. Right. We're going to let the people know what kind of music I do like and what kind of music you do like. Because the best kind of music, I believe, is what you put in your car and you sing along to it. Like, you put the windows down, you're driving fast, down the highway, 80, 90 miles per hour, and you have this song playing. We have our top three songs that me and Creighton both feel like we love to sing. Now, I'll preference this. This kind of changes for me a lot. Look, that's Back fair. and forth. Because I love so many songs to sing along to. I, I could have done Bollywood, because I do love, I love Bollywood mu- movies, and I love the have music. Have you watched RRR? Yes, of course. Good for you. So I, I know Bollywood. That's so cool. I'm glad that you but said yes. But I know yes. Bollywood. That's not a thing. I know, but I know I'm just Bollywood. saying. I'm just glad you like. By the way, it's not that great of a movie. No, 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 but it is a spectacle, and that's its, it's thing. It's not really. You know what? Here's the thing. You People were giving that movie a lot of praise. There are a lot better Bollywood films oh, out no, there. Oh, no. 100% there's a lot the way, better. That's the, not even yeah. technically Bollywood if you want to get. No, it's not. It's, it's not. South Indian. Exactly. Camel. It's, that's a good point. Uh, that that They get a little bit upset about that if you're not. That, if you that is true. And the only reason it's considered. One of the best. I, I agree with you. I don't. Not that I'm not getting the debate, but just to explain. Yeah. It's because Netflix has put so much money behind it. Exactly, and that's the only reason why. But you know, it gets back in with uh, the greatness of Shadow Khan. Right. Great, by the way, great action film Pathan with Shadow Khan. Go see it. Great music coming out there. Um, trust me, Bollywood music, you'll love it if you guys give it a shot. But I decided since our audience probably doesn't know it, <laughs> I'm going to say American. In the United States for this one, okay? Who who wants to go first on your? Let's go with you first. Oh, really? Oh, because okay. Creighton, you make fun of me all the time. Okay, let me pull my so first let, one. Let's up. see what the with um the the young generation, the eleven years ago, 25, 26 year old kids love to sing out. What's your number one, three? Like one of my my third one is pretty new. My two one, my other two are like newish, but still a few years old. Okay. Let me pull my. I got to pull my first now, one. You've up. seen both our lists. Who's uh, yeah. older? Oh, you by <laughs> far? Oh, by a bunch, okay. like by a by a hot mile, <laughs> like by a hot. No, don't worry, yeah. people. I'm not talking 1800s. No, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not bringing out like that the sad piano song we do on Why Today Doesn't Suck. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, all right, go ahead. All right, so I don't think you know his voice. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it first, and then I'll see. I'm gonna see if you can. I don't think you'll get it, but okay. when I tell you, you're gonna be like. You gotta roll your eyes. Okay, okay. Because we just got done right. talking about. All righty. Okay, here we go. First song. This is definitely a. This song I think has, I want to say, yep, has about one. It has 114 million views on YouTube. I think it has over. I want to say it has over a billion views. I'm saying that so that way when you look at me funny, you're I'm, you're gonna know that I'm not alone in knowing how great this song is. That's what I'm. Let's see here. Yeah, it's got 808 million views. I mean, listens on Spotify. You ready? Mm-hmm. All righty. Let's see if you can guess it. I doubt you can, but when I tell you, this will be. It'll be interesting to see what your reaction is. All right, here we go. First one, my number three. Like the guitar. Let's see if you like the voice. You cut out a piece of oh, me. Oh, is this <laughs> Yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't know this song. I hate this. What? I hate him. 
that, 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 that voice. I'm sorry. It's his voice is so cool. No, I'm yes, sorry. I hate is. that voice. I don't know why. No, his it voice is so me, cool. It maybe reminds me of somebody that I hate. Okay. And that's why it comes into my mind with such anger. Because when it comes on, I want to I yell at the radio. Really? And I'm like, I have to turn it off. I'm like, shut up. Shut up now. Oh. Like, I don't like him. Like, I don't know why. But you know what? That guitar, the whole like right. song, it's great. He's got a ver- he's got a version it. with Miley Cyrus. I think I've heard that one too. Yeah. Okay, it's pretty good. Like right. like like hear this chorus. I'm not gonna lie, it's a great song. It is catchy as all get out. Again, and I've seen this thing live like four times now. It's so good. You know what part gets me though? What when he goes? Oh, that what? What's wrong with that? I don't know. His voice seems like he's cracking a little bit. Like he's going through puberty. I don't know. I don't like that part. I don't Spoiler like alert: He doesn't do that live. He what? he takes it down when oh, he goes live. Man, he's a man now because he's afraid to. He's gonna crack when he goes up because yeah, he's because you can't puberty. You know when well, yeah when you're in the studio you can do a thousand takes till you get it. Right. He goes he goes down on it. But oh okay so that's my number one. Right, so that's your number one. I mean three. Sorry three. number three. Well, no, no, backwards. No, no no All right my number three. Go ahead and play. You already know, but we'll let the audience hear it. All righty. This one's not I, bad. No, I apologize in advance, well, everybody. First of all, this is not a bad song. This one has so I'm gonna has 3.9 million views. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad song. No, no, it's it's not bad. All right, here we go. No, 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 that's what, no, no, no. Top, what? top, top. What? Oh, I went all the way around. Okay, well, nobody knew what that was, anyways, yeah. from the first. Well, I, I knew. Yeah, it. I mean, you'd know, of course. All right, here we go. All right, this one's not bad. I gotta wait for the ad. <laughs> you don't, you don't have YouTube Premium. <laughs> no, I pay too much for everything else, so I can't. All right. All right, go ahead. There we go. There we go. You and me I love it We used to be together I forgot this part Together (laughs) But this is not bad Do you know what it is? Well yeah yeah I know Do you know I wonder how many people know who like No Doubt really is Well it's the band Yeah With Gwen Stefani Exactly that's what I was meaning Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's what I was leading to Yeah Do you know a little trivia about the song? No, please enlighten me. Okay, this song, you do know the, I think, the bass artist. Okay. Gwen Stefani and him used to date. I believe that. They dated, and then they broke up. And this was a very tough, this song was originally like a love song between them, but they changed it. So you're telling, me, song. You're telling me Blake Shelton was the bassist for No No, Doubt. not Blake Shelton. <laughs> I don't know who the, this guy is either, but I don't know his name. But, they, they, but this was like when they were recording the song, No Doubt was like, Going through a lot of sh- uh, shit, you know, like everything was going bad. So, like, this was this was a weird time for them, but it turned out to be one of their biggest hits. Don't speak, no doubt. But yeah, but that that song, you know why I love it, especially when like at the end she goes, hush, hush, mm, and I'm screaming. I'm like, hush. Mm. Are you a Paramore guy? Uh, I I listened to it back in the day. Like, you seem like a Paramore guy. Not, but I'm not really. I that song kind of the only song I liked from them was that what misery. Business? Yeah, misery business. And they you don't even sing that song anymore. They do now. They do. They, they got back again. I was gonna say, as of this new comeback over the last eight months, they've decided to put it back in their set because okay. they're like it doesn't matter. Like it's yeah, what I don't. You know, I still don't. It's not who we are now. That's what I don't they understand say. the song. Anymore. Really weird song. <laughs> it's a good catchy song, but she just seems to be mad at this girl. She is. Ah, all right. So anyway, now it's your number two, Creighton. 
All right, well, number two. By the way, that song, at least that version, 6.5 million views. It is a lyric version. However, mine was a lyric version that I played, and that one's got... Oh, are no, you, never mind. Just, are you just, just sizing trying, up the competition? Are you just trying to, like, oh, we got more views? Oh, no, no. Yeah, but no. All right. I could just pull up then Gangnam Style and destroy you. That song. Was, uh, still, You know what? That song, that song is still, like, Allowing him to do what he does. Like, incredible. All right. Here's my number two. It is not rap. If for I mentioned it, but, like, I write for an electronic magazine, music magazine. So, like, as much as I talk about rap, my first love is electronic music. I was about music. to say electronic. This yeah. Electronics. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Electronic is... um. So, uh, this song is from 2017. And, golly, I remember the first time I heard it. And I was just like, yo, when's that coming out? And like one thing about producers in the dance scene is you never like it. It it could be a song could be played and it can never come out or it could come out in eight months or two weeks. And you never know because you can finish them so quick or it takes forever and stuff like that. And so I had heard this song on one of these on one of the festival streams. Oh, man, I don't even remember which one it was, but. Um, I was like, oh man, how, like, when is that coming out? And, uh, it took like at least a year and a half, but, uh, it happened during one of the biggest uh, weekends in dance music for the year, which is called AD Amsterdam dance event. It's almost like a, it's a huge conference and they do a bunch of, you know, concerts and stuff throughout the, it takes an entire week in Amsterdam. And you sing, sing to this song? What? Yeah. Like I, uh, yeah, I do my, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, then play it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not as sing worthy as something that you would play, of course, but like it, I, yeah, it's definitely something to be like, yeah. Okay, well, I, this is, I, I get in on it. Sing in, jam out. Yeah. I get All it. right. Do you know what it is? Of course you don't. I don't know why. Armin Van Buren. No, but wow, that was a pretty edgy, that was a nice guess. I know Armin Van Buren. Was, you know the song guys, Save the Dance? Yeah, the dance. right. No, Skrillex was not making music at this point. He was uh, in his little hiatus. It was Calvin Harris. No, you're thinking too older. Well, that's not fair. You want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to get it. So it's Martin Garrix. Never heard of him. Whoa, yeah, you have. You just didn't know. Uh, Animals. Uh, I'll play that song for you. That's Garrix. Yeah, yeah. See, a lot of the music, I know the music, it's not the name. Yeah. Okay, I can. Yeah, he's so. I, I don't understand how you can jam out to this. Oh man, see, that's, not, what, that's the thing is like it's just one of those things where like some people got, don't get have it. We got to the do. drop yet? No, no, no. Okay, no. so that's probably yeah, yeah. And so, but like, this is definitely my favorite Garrix track. Martin Garrix is hands down my favorite, like, outside of Avicii, my favorite artist of all Avicii. time, of all time. I've seen Garrix one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven. Here, here's the drop. Yeah. He's like, no. This drop wasn't as... Uh, I was expecting a bigger drop. I mean, in no, all fairness, hey. I don't have it turned up all the way. Well, no, you know, well, that's true. <laughs> we thank God for that. Yeah, I would have exploded. Uh, no, I like it, though. It sounds good. But I just don't see myself going in the car jamming. Really? Oh, I can't yeah. See it. Hands but, down. But each though Even own. like, even the, you know, just... Bum, bum, bum. That's what you do. Like, that's what's so funny. Our divide's about to get even further apart because with line number two here it is people so Enjoy. that was martin garrick's matty seiko 
uh, together. Here's your here's EA's number two. Oh jeez. Hold on, like K- I gotta. You sound, you sound like Casey Kasem just now. Oh yeah. That was just Martin Graham. Now <laughs> on the art on the art uh, the airways right now we got EA's number two. <laughs> Hold on, my browser refreshed. Wow. Professional uh, person right here, podcaster uh, Creighton Branch. <laughs> Gotta, Can't even get his browser ready. Too much <laughs> porn, probably. No, no. That's what we're gonna do next episode. We're I gonna compare not porn. Doing that. We are comparing our <laughs> porn. What kind of porn a, do we watch? That's not a thing. Okay, we're just gonna listen to the ad. Why not? How about Greg? There we go. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, this beat goes hard. I'll give yeah, you that. Exactly. Yeah. So when I first heard this song, this is a nice produced beat. Two thousand. 2000 came out. I, I was I, I listened in. I'm like I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I was going to guess where I was going. My middle school dance. Now they oh, called it oh activity. They called it activity night back then. Right. And I was in sixth grade, and I was a little chubby, of course. Okay. And I was wearing jeans and a long t-shirt with those orange stripes. I thought it looked cool. I didn't, but I thought it looked cool. <laughs> I had nice shoes. I was like, I want to get my girl. I want to get my girl. And this was playing. And the radio as I was getting to it, and then, uh, turn up this right here. Mm. If you wanna be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. Come on, Gregor. Uh, it's no, I get uh. this song is. If I had to pick between your your two right now, this. Right. Song is way it better. slaps. Yeah, this and song is pretty. It's Christina Aguilera. She kills it. She's one hell of a singer. Like, mm. yeah, this one. That, yeah, that. And that I like glitch how you, is so good. I like how you love the beat. Yeah, see, which is like, also what makes Ice Spice so good. No, that's not. <laughs> so, her beats are terrible too. No, no, no. They're okay, but she's just terrible. Anyway, we had to get to your number one. What All is right. your number one? What is the number one song that makes Creighton go jam in the car? So, I think it's the same year as that Garrick song, if I'm really? correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say. So, this song, it's another one that I think is like the best song uh, ever created in this artist's uh, catalog. Okay. Even it's a short catalog, but this song is like I go oh and I go oh yeah I'm in I'm so in. All right, this is okay. Let's see if you can guess. It's another electronic song. All right, so I'll we'll try, see. If I'll you try can, to guess. You won't like. That's what sucks about electronic songs is like you can't guess off of the voice because it's always a feature. You have to, yeah. you know, you always have to guess based off the sound. So here we go. My number one song. This is definitely I can't even tell you many songs times I listen to this thing. Uh, we looking at five years ago. Yeah, same year, 2017. Ah, no, Garrick's was 2016. All right, here we go. This song went through so many iterations. Mm. Not coming. Not ringing a bell. I'm gonna let the. Uh, we'll let the. Uh, we gotta let it go for a second. Hold on. Yeah, but you would think I'd know it by. You said I think you could like. You were you were guessing pretty all right in the last one. So, like your guesses were actually pretty all right. Clark. Like they were pretty. Is this Calvin? No. Is this David? Get him? No. That's not. He's close. They're. He's good friends with them. Was. Really? No, but they're good friends. They were good friends. There you go. 
figured you'd get there. So this is Avicii. This is Without You with Sandra Cavassa, who unfortunately is not doing music anymore. Sandra Cavassa, that is. And, of course, Avicii passed away as well. But you did? You didn't know that? No. Oh, dude. Yeah. I think I heard about that. You know, it's come to think about it. I think I heard about it. Like, easily the, the most... Uh, transcendent like electronic music artist of all time like past Daft Punk all those guys like this dude was changing the change change not changing change the game anyways died right like right in the middle of his uh peak and so the song is called without you and this was his opener to ultra which I'll be going to later this month ultra's the Ooh, I don't know the first festival so? of the electronic season Ooh, I bet you're excited <laughs> oh it's my favorite festival like in the world Christmas? yeah it's in Miami it's the best thing ever this you was his I opener will, hold on, I'll say this I'm a little jealous of you yeah because you get to go to these great coastal destinations <laughs> Mexico right uh, you went, now you're going to Miami Mexico I did yeah Mexico Miami but I'm here's the thing Chicago but you're going there and you're like obsessed with the music right. and you're just obsessed with that I would go there and I'll be obsessed with the girls oh, okay. and I would just focus on trying to get laid there <laughs> yeah, while no, no, you no. were there trying to like get notes on the <laughs> yeah. on the EDM and it I'm is like, a business trip I, yeah and I'm over there just like what's up girl yeah no so this is the song he he opened with in 2016 which is a cool story because he had just come back from gallbladder surgery and having issues that he stepped away he retired he retired um, and said, like, this is going to be my last run of concerts. And he'd come back for the last time for Ultra, and he opens with this with all new music. And this has gone, This song has gone through, like, so many different iterations, but here's the drop. I, I, I'm surprised. I'm going to throw you a curveball here. Okay. After we get done with my number one, I'll give you one surprise. But that is... And I'm going to explain it to you, why I think you and your EDM... Because right now, I, I don't feel like those are... Oh, but they are. No, but I don't feel like I'm not. I like I don't feel like when I hear that drop, I'm going to be like, bomb, bomb, bomb. Oh, like, dude, I, that drop is so like, good. But anyway, well, well, those are great though. I like them. They're great songs. And Without you, oh man, every time, like but, uh, every time. It's time for my number one. You, you're, you're hating on this one for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I think this, these guys this could band, just like give up already. What do you mean give up? They're I mean, the they, only, they're the greatest boy band of all time. Like um, one of them has like clearly like gone off and done way better yeah of course yes yes um go ahead and play it let, let the people hear it all right as i wait for this ad speaking of there's speaking a, of a there's an electronic music ad see they uh they listen they, they know the government there it is mm. now of course i'm not playing the most famous from this album which was bye 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 right. i'm playing the second single this song there he was is awesome I mean, her. <laughs> I, I screw it up sometimes. I, I I mix up "Bye Bye Bye" and it's gonna be sometimes. So it takes me a while, but this song gets me going. I love this song. You know why? Why? Sometimes, and I, I I'll admit why we're different on music, and I'll give you the reason why right here. Music to me is more of emotional aspect, more so than anybody else. I think about things. Oh. Depending on the song, for instance. It's going to be me anytime I feel like I'm, especially I did it a lot in middle and high school when I couldn't get girls. Oh I would listen to these songs and yeah. I'd be like, well, hey, this is me when I get all studly. Yeah. I'm going to get the girl and I'm thinking I'm the guy in the song telling the girl it's going to be me one day. Like, that's how I listen. I approach my songs. Sometimes I do it with uh, uh, movie scores. 
you know, any kind of those kind of scores, all that. Right. I do it with any kind of song. So that's how I kind of get down with my music. And so I'll be in the car thinking about, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, that girl would be mine. It's going to be me. <laughs> She'll come for me. And that's why I love NSYNC. This, this, this gets down. I bought the album. It was one of the nice. only albums I bought was No Strings Attached. Okay. I got it. And um, I, I knew the lyrics. I had the book written. That is cool. And that that was the thing. And that's why I grew up with it. So I love NSYNC. I'm sorry. I know people make fun of me for this. I don't care. I don't give a damn. This right. is what I like. And that's the point, right? About music. Yeah. About what you like. I can definitely give you like a whole like side of like electronic music that is like that feeling type of stuff, man. Like. Exactly. Oh, there's definitely a ton of that. That's why I love about music. Yeah, yeah. So like, that's usually where it comes from. But you know, you're right. No, like that is definitely, um, like, those are just my top three. But like, like, like something that like oh, wait, just. Wait. It's gonna be me. Ah, oh, was my JT. God. Was JT right there. He's he is. I he's. I always say this about Justin. Like, out of all these guys, not not the band. I'm just talking about out of everybody in the industry. Yeah, there's not many more people that I respect more than Justin Timberlake because well, that now. he is unbelievably talented. Apparently, according to my siblings, we had a road trip. We were in uh, Miami during Thanksgiving, and they go, "Oh, our generation uh, canceled him." Was like, nah, no, 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 no. I don't know about that. He's still no. I he's, love Justin. I love Justin. I, Timberlake. He can act really really good i wouldn't um, say that Nah, he can act for he's like, a for, decent actor. Yeah, yeah exactly well for what he's being asked yeah, to do exactly. like like friends with benefits is an underrated Bad movie was great yeah, yeah he's very good in those kinds of movies but i i do respect him but yeah no there's a whole side of like electronic music that is literally what you were just talking about like illinium slander those kinds of guys that are just like all about like it's the fills and like the emo like it's literally emotional Dance music. Now, for me, any EDM songs I like, and like for instance, I mentioned Armin Van Buren right. earlier. That save the the DJ saved my life. Yeah, that song I like because it just the drop goes dun dun dun, and like I just gets me amped like more so. Like I love watching highlight videos. Yeah, with those EDM songs in them, those types of things. That, if I were going to go EDM, I like that type of music from EDM. My other honorable, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, the highlight music where they play. Oh no! I under, yeah, yeah. yeah, completely. You understand. know the song? I, okay, you're so this. You're like an EDM encyclopedia. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna sing a little thing, and you tell me what it's from. It goes, "What are you waiting for? What are you waiting?" That's uh, for? Swedish House Mafia. And it does it go? Dun, yep. Dun, dun, That's dun, well. It's not dun. Swedish House Mafia. What it really is is it Steve Angelo. If you want to get technical, Whoa. it's a Steve Angelo okay. remix of Pendulum the Island. Right, right. The original. So the original version is Pendulum the Island, which is the, the famous version is exactly what you're talking about. The famous version is a Steve Angelo remix that has that kind of that has right. that upbeat drop to it. And then yeah, Steve Angelo is part of Swedish House Mafia. So I always just say it's Swedish House Mafia because it makes everybody like it's understandable that. But like yeah, you just Steve Angelo like the biggest nerd. <laughs> On the planet, it took me like two seconds to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, but I was like, "Whoa, okay." Something? It's uh, uh, no pendulum, one of the best drum and bass groups ever. I'm gonna have to get uh, find this another one. Uh, it was a Cristiano Ronaldo versus Lionel Messi highlight video. Yeah, and in it, there's this the it goes them going back and forth. I'll have to sing it for you later. Maybe you'll pick it up. We yeah. don't have time for that. But more <laughs> depressingly, um, we got to get to sports. Yes, I'm sorry. I know we we had fun with our music. And we're still friends, and we still love each other. I Spice still rocks. I Spice though, is still just a sexually, uh, uh, tra- uh, not trans, sorry, sexually placed <laughs> item that was put by the industry to make people, but oh, well, she's hot. Let me go buy her album. <laughs> but t- in reality, she's nothing more than a uh, a pretty face, and not a great rapper. I'm sorry. I'm you sure she's a great so. person, but she uh, is a terrible rapper. 
and God rest uh, her rapping career because it's going to end soon. Yikes. My honorable mention, though, would have been Machine Gun Kelly. That's like right outside my top three. Yeah. MGK. No. Love that guy. I've seen him like three times. Remember before. when he got destroyed by Eminem? We're over that now, man. He's in a whole new world. By the way, speaking of, you listen back to that, he didn't get destroyed as much as people yeah, think he, he did. did. I listened back I to still it. think Eminem no, no, no. won that. I listened. I listened. But, no, he didn't win anything in that. No, no, no. Because then, then Machine Gun Kelly came out and made two masterful albums. No. Okay. Well, that's great. One know. being a Grammy nominated okay, right, rock that's album. Right. That's cool. That's cool. That he, yeah, rock. And what? It's one of, it's, it's an amazing but, no, album. No, but guess what he did? Eminem killed him so bad as a rapper that he moved to rock. Well, get ready because his next album is going to be rap. And by the yeah. way, Hotel Diablo, if you want to listen, if you if you don't think if you don't think MGK can rap, go listen to Hotel I think Diablo. He can rap. I never said go that. Go listen. I just said to I just think Hotel Diablo. He, just got, he got destroyed, and he will never let that down. Anywho, he will never let that down. Anyway, let's go to a team that will always let you down, <laughs> and that is the Dallas Mavericks. We got to touch on them a little bit quickly. I know we got to get our sports in. We got to get our sports in. The Mavericks aren't doing so well, Grady. I don't know how else That's I can put it. That's a nice way to put it, man. Um, we thought the Kyrie, Luka, Doncic t- duo would change the way. Ah, don't put me in there. Change, don't, do not they were want me change in with that. the Western Conference. <laughs> do not want me in with that group. People were scared. That was the best backcourt in basketball. And yet they're now 3-7 uh, and seven <laughs> since the trade. Yes, 3-7 and seven since Kyrie has put on a Mavericks jersey. And it's not looking good. Now it's gotten worse. We lost Luka to another injury. Luka Doncic is dealing with a thigh injury. Now I, I am a little suspicious about this thigh injury because he came back with it. He says that it was the day after the All-Star break, the 23rd he got it. Mm-hmm. And yet he was playing with it. So I wonder what the Mavericks were doing making him or forcing him to play if he couldn't. Now we saw Luka in those games. He was struggling. Like he wasn't moving like he normally was, and so right. there was something there. Why were the Mavericks pushing him? And then we get to the Pelicans game, and he is literally in excruciating pain. Yeah, to the point where people thought he wasn't—he was cherry picking almost. Like that's what people thought because he couldn't even move up and down the court. Right. And another thing was, we, even when Luca's off, his off nights are still good. And this off night looked bad. He barely could get those fifteen points. Right, it was tough. Um, Had ten of those, I think, in the first quarter. So he yeah. only got he only got five after that. Exactly, and then he just just couldn't do it. And of course, he sat down in the second half. They came back, right. and it was the Kyrie show. And we'll give him. I'll give the Mavericks credit for this. They they were down almost double digits, and they came back in that Pelicans game and forced it. But this is not working out. I don't know what's going on. And I think we, you and I, kind of warned people about this that despite having Kyrie and Luke on this team. The rest of the team is bad though. So it doesn't matter. You got if you can't play any kind of defense in this league, you're just going to go until you miss a shot. And <laughs> it, so far they've been missing a lot of shots. <laughs> it's a bad 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 sign. It's almost like a non-playoff team if you can't win games scoring less than 110 points. This team is scoring when they score less than 110 points. And that's be me being gracious. It might be it. Does, it looks worse than that. But I'm gonna go 1010. I mean 110. Sorry. Other than I want outside shot, which is the February 8th LA game, which I don't even think. Yeah, Kyrie didn't even play in that game, did he? That was the Lakers right, game. Yeah, no, the LA Clippers game. Like right when he got traded, that was the game he was supposed to play. No, he played. Uh, in the he did play no, that. He played okay. in the Clippers game. So that was the first game he played. All right. He didn't play in that uh, Utah Jazz. Got game. you. Okay, that's right. So. The first game he played in, they scored 110. They win by only six. After that, they're losing every game that they score less than 110 points in. Actually, 100, less than 115 points in. So, like, 
if if you can't win games scoring 110 points, I mean, you can't win. You're not going to win basketball games in this league, especially not no, in today's can. game. And with the way things are going, listen, I get nobody plays defense, but you have to eventually stop the other team from scoring. <laughs> you can't win 150. Like, out you know, you. the perfect example was the Phoenix Suns game because the rest of the Suns team was kind of struggling. Even though Devin Booker had a quiet game, that was all Kevin Durant. Right. And if Durant, you're, you're listen, we had. They had two stops on Durant in that in that last possession, and Durant still made it. And that's the problem. You, if you can't make the small – you know, I saw this countless times where they'd make a stop, and then they couldn't get the rebound and secure it. They'd get a second-chance opportunity. Yeah. And this team is so bad at that. I'm like, you can't do that. Your defense – any kind of defensive stop is a great one to roll with. You can't give up those opportunities. You have to protect the ball. You got to stop turning the, the basketball over. These are small things that this team just doesn't understand. But I think the biggest problem here is this. It's not Luka Doncic. It's not Kyrie Irving. And to an extent, yeah, it is the roster because it's not as good. But I think the biggest problem right now is the coaching. I think Jason Kidd is a detriment to this team because I don't know what he's doing. Is he not doing anything? Is he (laughs) – okay, so he lets them play, but – well, then what are you doing during timeouts? What kind of plays are you calling? Because every time they come out from a timeout, they don't know what they're doing. Did you, I think it was the last game, either, uh, the which game was it, where they didn't know who to foul. Oh, yeah. They get the Pelicans. They right. didn't know who to foul. What were you doing in that timeout? See, Do- doodles? That's where, that's where that comment where he made a couple of days ago. That was the last week. Right. I just watched. Where he just, he's not the savior. He just watches. And I was just like, there's not very many coaches' comments in the past, I would say, 20 years, and I'm only 25. 20 years that have gotten me that upset before. That was, that's like, that that was almost as bad as like a player saying, well, I don't, you know, don't, come, don't look at me. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And so, like, that's when you say something like that, when you say, when you come to me on this show and you're like, hey, they don't know who they're fouling. Well, who does that, who does that fall on? That's exactly who it falls on. Falls on Jay Kidd. So you can't. I'm not the savior. What? Like, give me a break. You might not be. You're not the focal point. I get that. I. But I, I've debated this, and I'm on another podcast. Best for business. Go check it out. Shameless plug. Jeez. Um. No, but uh, we we argue in our group text a lot, and my co-host Walt, good guy, I love him to death. But I don't understand his reasoning because he defends Jason Kidd a lot, and. The reasoning is that he he always comes up with this, and a lot of people who defend Jason Kidd come up with the same point. Well, the roster's bad. What else would you want him to do, especially with the lineups? And I kind of get that a little bit. Sure, the, there is very le- there's not a lot of talent outside of Luke and Kyrie, and so you, yeah, as a as a coach, you're just trying something. But to a point, other coaches get things done with lesser talent, and. I'm not saying that they're going to should be on a championship run or anything like that. That that they, they should be winning at a clip, but you need to see winning uh, possessions. You need to see winning lineups. Yeah, and we're not seeing those things. We're seeing mediocre lineups at best. For instance, the biggest example I have a gripe with a uh, Jason Kidd, Christian Wood. There's no reason yeah, that's why mystery. Christian Wood should be on the bench. If he's playing bad, why is he playing bad? I wonder why. Is it because you're very inconsistent with his playing time? Because you know people do get out of rhythm, and when he does get an opportunity, he's kind of trying to adjust back onto the court because there'll be games where I've never seen Christian whatever, and then all of a sudden he'll pop back up and be like, oh, my God, okay, I'm in the game. You can't play that, and he's your best 
big. Which is a which was pathetic because he's not that great anyway on the defensive end. Is a argument that Jason Kidd severely hates. Does not like it when that gets brought up with a whole wood minutes situation. He doesn't. Like and I don't he, understand he why. He's mentioned it multiple times that, and, that is not he's not a fan of that. And so we we obviously know that the, the Mavericks organization, at least the front the coaching staff, does not like Christian Wood. We can tell that. They don't like him. But you know what? I don't give a fuck if you don't <laughs> like him. Because guess what? He is a player that you need to use to utilize for yourself to win games this year. Well it's good to finally see that now that Maxie's back that everyone's like realizing like, oh he's not the savior we the, the savior that we were hoping he would be yeah. like we always like I was saying like hey man like hold on like he's a good player he's going to improve your defense but like let's not act like he's going to come in here and you're just going to win like eight games in a row exactly. like he's not a Giannis and look what's happened I mean they completely botched their home uh home stand completely botched it and they're not losing games it'd be one thing if they were losing games 99 to 97 or like 102 to 99 or something like that because you'd be like oh okay well then Based off of schemes and the way they're playing, that's Jason Kidd. He's doing a great job. They're just getting unlucky from time to time. Nah, they're losing games by a lot. And I would like, in terms of a lot, I mean by, you know, 100, they're allowing 130 plus points or 120 plus points sometimes. And these schemes at the, at the end, how many times have we said, well, that's a dumb shot? Or why are they doing that? Or why are they not? Why are they not fouling there? And, and you know Why no timeout? Like, that is so on Jason Kidd. And a lot of people are like, well, Kyrie and Luca, Luca, Luca. They always bring up Luca's name. Right. Jason Kidd is the head coach. I am so sick and tired of people not giving him any kind of uh, blame or, you know, just sit there and be like, no, it's the players. And I look around the league. There are coach, Greg Popovich draws up plays. Right. Carlisle draws up plays. Eric Spolster calls up plays. They are, that's their job, okay? I'm sorry, there's a point where I don't care if they're a star player or not, they still listen to the coach because guess what? They need some kind of direction to go. That's why we sit there. You know, everyone blames, they're saying it's Luca's fault because, you know, they run this ISO blah, blah, blah offense and they know what to do. Well, guess what? Because the coaching staff doesn't have an offensive game plan. They don't. Did you see it three or four times in the recent games, the Mavericks – even with Kyrie on the floor, even when he's handling the ball, they have no offensive game set. They don't have nothing to do. A lot of it's either Kyrie does a fast break and he quickly decides and they make something happen, or when they're in the half set, Luka kind of just iso balls and decides at the last second who he wants to pass to. They have very little ball movement. But is that really Luka or Kyrie's fault, or is right. it because Jason Kidd doesn't have a game plan? I do believe that the Sacramento Kings uh, – are a very good team, and I do think that they're a playoff team. But the fact of where they are at with this roster, where they're at in the standings at 39 and 26, and what are they, the second best team, uh-huh. shows you how big of a difference coaching can make. Shows It shows you what a coach that is really on top of his stuff can do. Because the roster is good for the Kings. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I do think it's amazing. I think I think they have great players. I, I'm a big it's fan. It's not being of, talked about enough. No, no, and I'm a big fan of all these guys. But I best I would say this is probably like maybe a fifth or sixth seed. And the fact that just putting in the right coach that's had that makes the right calls and is able to get that together, 
has them almost up to the point where they were contending with a top one seed. You know, like at a point now they're not going to because you know Denver ran away with it. But the Sacramento Kings have undoubtedly overperformed, and I could say that like that is the difference that coaching makes in a the difference with the team. Imagine, imagine. One. I mean, just it's it's this thing. It's like this team. Not too much, not different, not too different from last year. Went all the way to the Western Conference Finals, and now I'm to the point where I'm, I am, to, I am totally on the board of saying that that was an absolute fluke. It was an absolute fluke. Can, and a lot of people are, well, look at what Jason Kidd did. And I gave Kidd his flowers last year because his whole thing was defense, and he got them to play to their absolute ceiling as a defensive. And player. I think that was because they just got rid of Rick, and they were like. Let's go. They're all hyped up, kind of like with Kyrie coming in, honeymoon phase, very excited. And did you notice that that kind of happens with Kid everywhere he right. goes? They did a, a little um, thing where when, when when he first went with uh, the Nets, yeah, the first year or there, he's like, oh, okay, cool, and then they, they get rid of him. Then he gets to Milwaukee the first year. Everybody's excited. They play great defense, and then everything falters in that second year. Yeah, It's like the second year, people just start to get annoyed with him. Or I think what Kid is – I think they like him. I just think Jason Kidd just gets lazy or he doesn't – again, he just watches. And I think he expects all his his players to do a lot more and he doesn't feel like he needs to step in. He thinks that it's all on the players because he said right. that that's what he said in this whole uh, comment about being a watcher. You know, oh, I'm going to call – you know, it doesn't need to feel like he needs to call timeouts or anything like that. Well, what else do you do then? You have to manage the game. That's the point in basketball. It's not football where you have a coordinator and a play caller, blah, blah, blah. In basketball, you have a managers. They manage the game to make sure that the players know exactly what direction they're going. Um, I know it. Sometimes I get it. Like Your star players in this league, like LeBron and all that, they really don't need coaching. I get that. Right. But we need it. Luke is still young. <laughs> Kyrie, I mean, he's still adjusting. Um, but before we wrap this up, let me ask you this. We both think the Mavericks are in big trouble right now. Yeah. With less than a month to go, the playoffs start around roughly April 10th, I believe. Uh, the playing at least begins there. Uh, their last game is, I think, April 9th against the Spurs. So right. roughly a month left in the season. Do the Mavericks, 15 games. The Mavericks stay in the playoffs, play in, out of the playoffs. What's your prediction? So how much this will this will determine my let, – let's say I had to put an, an amount of – like a, a number amount on it in terms of dollars. How much money would I have to put on like this choice of mine that I give you? Okay, let's say $500. Not making the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. Not making, not even, are they in the play-in? I think that's the only, I'm going to say it right now, I think that is the only outcome for the Mavericks. See, I'm being, I'm still a little bit optimistic because I still think that Luka and Kyrie, when on when they're on their game, they can do a lot of ma- magical things, and that they can will themselves. And I looked at the schedule; they have some pretty easy games too. Yeah, but they've had pre- they had pretty easy games at home this That's past. True. That's but, the problem. Uh, That's what well, I can't stand. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't try to well, vouch for them. I was just saying, let's look at their. Own. Oh, oh, yeah. The I only, just the only easy game that they, in my opinion, no. drop was the Pacers. I will. Oh, come on. The Lakers was an easy. Like you should beat the Lakers. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're right. Here's the deal. But the Lakers, you got to admit, the Lakers came alive and like just went to town. I don't care. You just got to beat the Lakers. I'm just saying that was beat a, the Lakers. But the, was on. LeBron playing? Yeah. I mean that that oh, was he really? Yeah. You're, you're talking about the Lakers game where where I was snoring. Yeah, I was awake for that. LeBron played. Oh yeah. Sorry, my bad, folks. LeBron and Anthony Davis played. <laughs> Did you watch LeBron? 
Yeah, I watched him. He came alive in that second half. <laughs> that was uh, sorry about that. Yeah, I I was like, are you high? Right <laughs> no. Now? Anyways, I don't care. The, so again, back their to home my stand. no no stop. I'll I'll I, sorry. I got confused. Still, however, even with LeBron, that Laker team is not very good. What are you talking about, Anthony? When LeBron and Anthony Davis are healthy and they're doing what they do and they're come on now. Come on. Like but no, you know that. Dude, they're 32 and 30. No, because guess why why do you think they've been 32 and 30? Because they've been injured half the season. And then they just got rid of Risbrook. They redefined their team. So I'm sorry, I'm not going to give this Lakers no, team like the same thing. There's I don't the, think it, are they better than the Mavericks? Right now, yes. No, overall, overall. Overall. Are you counting what happened earlier in the season? I'm saying like this year's team in, No, because you can't say that because they're two different teams now. So here's the They're well, one healthy, two they're more um you know the the talent's more widespread on, on the roster. They don't have. A Did you have a lead against the Lakers? Hole. Yes, but that. Yeah, and how long? How big was that lead? Go ahead and tell me. It was a lot. No, yeah, it was. It was a historic. Not drop. anymore because the Nets beat. You. Thanks a lot. 27, 27 point lead, and you blow it. Right, hold on. Okay. No, but but hold on. Outside what? that Lakers game, outside like the Pacers is a bad drop too. That was the only bad drop. Phoenix should have. You sh- you got to beat Phoenix. But that's a top team. I got it. But those got it. You got it. Like when you're when so you are you're, when no, you are in the fight. Right now, our argument right now is not about against good teams. But fine, we're talking about tell bad you what, teams. I will tell you this. I will give you the Phoenix loss. You should have beat the Lakers. Yeah. You should have beat Indiana, and yeah. you dang sure should have beat New Orleans without Brandon Ingram in the second half and no Zion Williamson. So say whatever you want about Zion. The dude was a freaking all star this year, playing on one leg by himself. You. That's how good no. the kid is. Okay. Well, well, hold so, on, time out. But no, 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 no. He's ba- not playing on the team. Hold on, time out. What? But in that Pelicans game, you also lose Luca in the second half, the second night of a back to back, and how they almost t- win. Oh, oh. So okay, all right. So when Luca wasn't playing with Kyrie and we were still doing great, it, that none of that matters anymore now, right? We can't win without Luca anymore, right? All of a sudden, now that Luca, nah, 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 nah. yeah, there was games where Kyrie played without Luca and we were doing just fine, right? So we should be able to. I don't even care if Luca's on the team. You should be able to win with the Kyrie Irving on your team, right? He's not a top five player, but he is good enough to win you a ball game against the well, New Orleans back, team they, that does not have does not have Brandon Ingram and does not have Zion Williamson playing at least in two quarters, all four for you Zion. You do realize though that. Once Kyrie was left, there was like one ball handler left on the Mavericks roster at that point. It's pretty hard to win games. I'm just saying. So I'll give you the Phoenix loss. Okay. That's three losses you dropped, which Wait, is a huge difference. But how about the impressive win against Philly? Congrats. Like, good. See, like, you don't give no, the no, good I do give, no, 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 no. That's a great win. That's the problem, though, uh, yeah, I know. is they have these great wins, and, and then they then, lose against teams that that's what you I'm think saying, right that's now. My point. You think right now that they are going to go and they have 10 losses. They have ten. I just read the stat on my yeah. Mavs beat that I just did. Congratulations. Ten lo- Thank you. Ten losses against teams when they don't have yes. their superstar in. And then they'll they'll but technically Kyrie's a superstar, right? No, no, so. no, 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 no. Not no, not the Mavericks. The oh. other team. Oh, okay, okay. They've lost ten games against other teams when those teams don't have their superstars in. You know how bad that is? Mm-hmm. So that stat tells me how can I trust them to play against Memphis the next two games with, right. without John ja Morant. You're right. And win those games. You're right. And I, by the way, they're twelve and twenty away from home. They go play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games out of the next fifteen on the road, and they're twelve and twenty again, on the guess road. Guess what, Creighton? Of all those things, you know that they're going to go pull off some big wins against some bad opponents, random night. Because guess what, Luca's going to come back earlier right, than we thought. I'm going to do this, and, and Luca and uh, Kyrie are going to team up, and they're going to have one of those monster games together. And you're going to be like, oh well, well, the Mavericks are back. Now, are they consistent at it? No, and that's the problem. I need you to be honest with me right now. Okay, do they beat Memphis 
They beat. I, I'm going to tell uh, you right now. Do they beat be, Memphis and Memphis? Yeah, both games. I they think. beat Memphis twice. I think. Okay. I think Kyrie. No, no, no. I think one of the games. Okay, so they, split with, they split with Memphis. They're going to beat San Antonio, I would assume. Yeah. Do they beat the Lakers? No. These. I'll tell you when. Though that's a road game. Okay. Do they beat a Memphis again on the road? Yes. Okay. Well, Do this they, is hard because I don't know when Luca's coming back. No, no, no. I'm just let's let's put Luca back in there. Let's put okay, Luca so back in Luca's there. Okay, so if Luca's back by that Memphis game, they win that Memphis game. Okay, what about they'll beat Charlotte? I'm sure away. Yeah. I don't think they'll beat Indiana no. when they're in Indiana. In, they definitely won't beat Philadelphia and Philly. No, they won't beat Miami and Miami. I don't think they will. I think they might. I, they could have a tough out against Atlanta too away. No, I think they're going to win. We're looking at maybe Atlanta. what? I think they're going to win in Atlanta. So arguably, f- maybe. Five wins out of the nine, which is four losses, which would be right there putting you out of the playoffs. That that's your and it's a, it, it, I'm see putting, that's yeah, wrong. I'm you just can't saying. do that because you don't know what the rest of the Western Conference is doing. You know how tight the Western Conference is. This is going to be a daily thing. Every night we're going to have to look at the standings and see what's going on because every I mean at one point when they beat uh, who was it they beat Philly they were in the fifth seed and then they lost the next day and they already they were out of it. <laughs> Like that's how crazy the Western Conference is. They can go up five spots and they can go down ten. I don't even think they can beat the Bulls, who are out on the outside looking in, thirty and thirty-six. You're, you're just being pessimistic as hell now. I'm just saying they are. I, yeah, they are two games, I, two listen, games out of the playoffs meet, you right now. You gotta meet me in the middle there, Creighton. You can't act like they're the worst team. No, in the world. they're not. But out of Denver, Denver, who's going to be the one seed? Denver, mm-hmm. Sacramento. Memphis, who I think is, there are thirty-nine and twenty-six. They might not have jaw for the rest of the year. But you can't tell me that they're they they've given themselves enough cushion to where they're not going to you know I'll say this, they're not going to miss the playoffs I'll tell right you this. what they'll be a first round exit regardless sure but they won't miss the playoffs right they won't okay cool so Denver Sacramento Memphis Phoenix the Clippers Golden State Minnesota Los Angeles the Lakers New Orleans and I'm even go one I'm going to go three outside Utah Oklahoma City and the Blazers is there any team that's reeling worse than we are right now do you trust yeah, no, exactly. That's the problem. Yep. But in the, again, guess what? That's what I'm saying is the the, the Mavericks have the, op- <laughs> the only ability. <laughs> but you know what? If you're right, I'm not gonna. I won't back off on it. Right. I don't trust this Mavericks team. Oh, I'll I, say that. Uh, we, they're, both, they're, we both don't trust it. I, I I do think they'll win some games, and I do think they'll make the playoffs. But I don't trust them. I don't trust them at all. I think they're gonna have to be. They're gonna have to take a long look in the off season. Right. About fixing this, and it's up to Nico Harrison to really reel this in, and it might be firing his best friend Jason Kidd. Yeah, and like my final point on this is one: if they do make the playoffs, I I don't think they go anywhere. They're going to be a first round, maybe not even make past the past. They might mass past. They might shock us. Really, if they, I don't if think they, so. If they if they make the playoffs, like yeah. avoid the plan, I think they might shock us that they make the you know. Win a playoff series? Like, I've heard people talk about how cool a playoff series against them and Phoenix would be. <laughs> when ceiling? it comes to playoff time, let me tell you, with Kevin Durant, we're yeah. not going to hold a candle no, 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 to the Suns no. team. That's what I said. My, <laughs> ceiling, my ceiling is the second round. I think that's their ceiling. Oh, yeah. That would be that would be the biggest one if of you my get a sec- If you get a second round, yeah. celebrate, because that's I, the best you're going to do. I think we are doomed ever since. I, I get why you do the Kyrie thing. I mean, I, I don't like it. I get it. But I think that doomed your team because now I think I do think that your little audition to let Kyrie stay is not going to work. He's going to leave. You're going to Christian Woods probably going to bounce. Totally and, disagree. Really. And, totally disagree. And you're not going to have a team to stand on in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, in the summer and you're out. No, time out. You're just going to, you're just going crazy, crazy. <laughs> um, first of all, I don't think Kyrie's looking at this like, oh, I'm going to leave. First off, he wants his money 
And I doubt other teams are willing to give him that money except the Mavericks. So pipe down there on Kyrie <laughs> and all that because he wants his money. Second of all, even if, let's say, Kyrie does leave and Christian Wood leaves, again, like I've said. Stone, you, you're back to the Stone Age. No, you're not. Yes, you are. Because you can open up and go get uh, more veteran players and See, fill your See, that's team what on. a team would do. But when has this team ever done that good? You keep. But, they got Luka. That's I, great. No, but but when have they on, ever. On, what? On. We said this last time we talked. Yeah. There is a difference. This is not the same old Mavericks team. I totally get it. Okay, so I people actually I want it. to play with Luca. Well, we'll a, see about there's that. There's a dang rumor. I know it's probably not true, but at least <laughs> the rumors are true coming out that LeBron wants to get traded to the Mavericks to play with Luca. That is 100 percent not true. There's I know. no. But I'm I will. Just saying, I will eat cockroaches on this show before before LeBron before LeBron comes to the Mavericks. Well, let's just agree the Mavericks are fucked right now. Oh, it's over. It's it, we're kidding ourselves if we are like saying if we're trying to. If you think there's a championship? Yeah, if we're year. if we're trying to find a way to you know hype ourselves up in the playoffs, you're kidding yourself. There's only this one. Is, there, at best, this team has six games in them. There, there in was the only one team going deep in the the playoffs at the AAC, and that's the Dallas Stars. <laughs> that's true. That's uh, so let's true. get to our rapid fire. Let's go, boom. Yeah. Wow. Rapid fire. All right. You you got it. I believe yeah. You. I, I, I got you it. Do it. Let me pull my. Let me pull my. You know, you could have had this uh, opened up earlier. All right. My first one. Actually, what's so funny about these is the fact that uh, I had some of these, like, written last week, uh, and they're still there because they're even more relevant this time around than they were last time. Because that sports world knows. So I am so good at what I do. You're Nostradamus of sports. All right. My first one. The Bears trade for the number one spot as of today. Yes. They trade for a haul for the Carolina Panthers. With the Carolina Panthers, sorry. They trade the number five pick, I believe, and the number nine, sorry, the number nine pick they get back. Right? They get five in. So what happened was the Bears they give got, away no, one. the Bears got the nine. Yeah, the Bears overall, got the nine, and then and they then get. they also get the a second rounder, yes. a second rounder this year, and then next year they get a, a first rounder, a, a, sorry, a, a, yeah, first rounder, a second rounder, a second, a first rounder 2024. Mind my Siri. Uh, 2024, and then a second rounder in 2025. That's Plus, right. DJ Moore, the wide receiver, is also in the deal. Carolina, of course, just gets the number one overall pick. Yeah, as I was trying to uh, do that off the top of my head. Good so, what's your you. question? Anyways, my question was last week was should they do it? But now that they have EA, was that the right decision? For the Bears, I guess, because I guess they feel like they're confident with Justin Fields as a quarterback, which I don't know. I. I with Justin Fields, maybe they need more time, but I had an opportunity to get the number one overall pick. But this is not a great quarterback draft anyway. I really don't think that right. they, they, they could wait wait it out another year. And if Justin Fields doesn't work out, that's fine. You can move on. But I like how they when they got a wide receiver for him. And, and they got, you know, a, a great pick next year because Carolina might not be great next year as well. So I think that that's a – I like those the, the, the picks they did for them. Carolina, it's interesting that they got aggressive for this because – hear what they said they said they came out after the trade because we're still if we're not happy with the quarterback prospects we could just trade down why would they do they, that's what they're 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 oh, I, yeah said. it's just funny and because like, well, it's like we if you're trading up you would you already there's a reason you're doing right that. and now they're saying well we're kind of even inclined to trade down now and i'm like well that's an odd thing so congratulations so I, I think carolina's just blown smoke right now they're just saying that i think they've they probably have an idea who they want at number one. Maybe it's that quarterback from Florida. It's going to be Richardson, and I don't think that's a good pick. 
there. I, it's not. Well, here's the thing. He throws a heck of a deep ball, but man, he maybe he. You never know, but he, you he's an athletic quarterback, sure. strong, and of course you got the deep ball. Why? What else would you want? Yeah, but we, that's you know Zach Wilson can throw a heck of a ball too. So like you know, and all these guys. Uh, who else? Oh, Mitchell Trubisky had to fight the arm. Like all these You're dudes. Right. Listen, yeah, I'm no. telling you right now, this entire quarterback draft. I'm not excited. About right. I, I am not. There's one. There's not one prospect out there. Uh, we might have to wait till next year. I want to see what C.J. Stroud does. I'm excited to see that at least. But, um, yeah, no. I I guess it really comes down to the Bears. Like, will D.J. Moore impact your team? No. More so this time around. Hey, see, that's Plus the, the number nine pick. I, uh, well, more so gonna, than the number one overall. They're not going to get. They're going to get. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be able to much with it yeah. uh, I just got to see who they're going to draft to compliment Justin Fields I, I'm surprised that they want to go all in on Fields right now right like, they think that he might be because you don't do this trade unless you feel comfortable with true no, no 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 because that's yeah exactly because like there's plenty now, of defensive guys that you can pick up at night there is another thing at, at this San Francisco has a bevy of quarterbacks now. yeah I guess I don't believe Brock Purdy but that's not I'm just saying question. but Brock Purdy put out a number put out a show <laughs> yeah he has a great One time. Tape. Oh, Jimmy Garoppolo is still available. Then you have, of course, Trey Lance. Right. We don't know what, what San Francisco is going to do. So if you're not feeling comfortable with the quarterback at your, on your team and in this draft, look at San Francisco. They might give you. That's right. All right. So the MLB has introduced the pitch clock officially. It is now full-fledged into spring training ball. And the numbers that spring training is notoriously like shorter games, obviously. But the numbers started to come in in terms of like how much of a difference it makes in terms of duration of the games we're looking at 40 minute difference some are an hour differences anyway looks like it it's not the fix for baseball but it's definitely trending in the right direction is one of the biggest fixes they've made in quite some time to get the game more interesting so will you start investing your time deeper into the mlb now that the pitch no. clock is <laughs> no okay they still got to do a lot more i'm sorry <laughs> They don't market. First of all, Major League Baseball still doesn't market itself. They suck at that. They, I, I'm sorry, but Mike Trout is your number one of your best players in the league, and half the country probably doesn't even know who he is. And we have, we've gone a long way because they used to. Derek Jeter used to be the face of sports. Like, everyone knew who Derek Jeter was, but guess why? Because he was from New York and the Yankees. Nobody gives a F about the Angels. <laughs> So that's the problem. They don't market themselves well. The game is already very outdated and old-fashioned. I got made fun of this even by Saad, our good friend Saad Yusuf, a few years back when we did the, I did a show back on the great ESPN. All right? I said it. Very soon, baseball is going to be overcome by one of the other sports that are coming up. And I said soccer. Oh, yeah. I said Major League Baseball is coming. Or, sorry, Major League Soccer is coming for you because soccer is becoming a lot more popular and guess what? A lot more people like it than baseball. It's a dying sport. What did Saad say to that? Saad was like, oh, you're crazy. No, I would have been right there with you. I would have backed I, that up I, I am sorry, but you know what? Major League so uh, Soccer is getting very popular lately. No matter, now, is yeah. it as popular as you know overseas soccer? No. And Oh, but it's getting there, but man. But guess what's going to happen in 2026? The World yeah, Cup that, happens. That's going to be And if, you, if Team USA is any bit competent as a which team. they will be right they're, they're expecting they're a young team yeah. if they get better of course go listen to the kicker on guys here on the ticket you know they they'll tell you all about it oh, i can talk to soccer yeah. man. i can talk I'm telling you right now I'm telling you right I now you go anywhere else i got you right here oh yeah. but i'm telling you right now what would you rather watch as a young player as a young uh, oh. athlete 
Soccer or baseball? Soccer. And the cool thing, like, that's one of the biggest, like, selling points about soccer is that it is always two hours and under. It, like, it, at most, you would be looking at maybe, like, two hours and, like, ten minutes. Like, you're never, you're never getting, and that's, like, if the game goes as far as possible in games that will take, uh, you know, extra time and eventually penalties. And, and I'm like sorry, uh, soccer doesn't employ a ghost. That, that, yeah, apparently. I didn't know Casper was going to be the. people really the, hate that. Good God, that no, but that's a stupid thing I've ever heard in my it, life. It's so funny because it's like a counterproductive rule because like both teams do it, like get to do it, so you're really not even doing it. You're just, you're just like, what you're doing is you're just allowing more runs to happen. You're not actually allowing like a faster advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like baseball, go back to the steroid era. It's your only. It, it is what's sold, and like no, but the MLS, you're absolutely right. Like. When, when the World Cup comes in 26, like, yep. that'll be, not only will that be a major, like, moment for U- U.S. soccer, it's going to be a major shift in the way the United States is viewed as a soccer house in terms of the entire world. Rob Manfred, you ruined it. Oh, yeah. he when, Once he goes, I think this thing will get back a little bit on its feet. Yeah, start but he, he's along. ruined baseball. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't get into it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Once the Rangers are out, I can't yeah. give a flying rat's ass. Nah, man. I, I guarantee you, like, I bet I can get season tickets to the Rangers for as much as I pay for my F- FC Dallas tickets, yeah. my season tickets for FC Dallas. Like, and, like, 100% would always do FC Dallas before I would do the Mavs. But by, I the, mean, way, Rangers, but by the way, we're both excited about this year about the Rangers. We both think that they're going to have somewhat of a oh, they'll be better. ball club. <laughs> but my point being is that we do we only like the Rangers because we're local. Right. But could you go turn on Sunday Night Baseball and I turn never on a have. random, a Cincinnati, a Cincinnati Reds versus, uh, give me another team. Milwaukee uh, Brewers. Milwaukee Brewers. Would you ever watch that? Yeah. No. That You know, that, that put a rope around my neck. <laughs> I would never watch that. Good God. So Kevin Durant made his son's debut, uh, which is a really big shame because the man tweaked his ankle the other day and, and is out for two to three weeks. I'm just like... The dude's great. He's having like all-time career numbers, but it's just like, man, he can't catch a break. That's what sucks. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Anyway, he's, he's a tall guy. He and is. It happens. Anyways, when he comes onto the court, Achilles over and everything. Now we've established Kevin Durant is a ball. He's he is the man. He we always thought he would be. You know, he he tore his Achilles. People were doubting if he would be back to normal. He's back to normal. He's actually better than ever. So every time he has an injury, I'm not set, worried about are set, it. Are you setting me up for another uh, thing where I go off on stupid fans? No. no That's how it happened last time. <laughs> so my question to you is when Kevin Durant gets back, because I'm pretty sure the Suns will at least be a top three seed, and when he comes back, either the playoffs will just be starting to begin or they'll be in the last few games, how far will the Suns team go now that they have number 35. He is wearing number 35. Mind you, that's a big deal on this team. How far will they go with the tarantula? The tarantula. Okay. Listen, I, your Texas homerism is leading out right I now. Love Kevin. These do, I, I, I Kevin can tell. My favorite player. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. Um, I love Kevin Durant as a player. I think he's one of the best players of all time. Um, I think they'll go far. I honestly do. I think Denver is going to be a big matchup for them because Jokic is playing ridiculously. And they have a complete team. Nobody ever talks about Denver. They have that's the thing about them. They're a complete team. The problem with the Suns is everybody else outside of Kevin Durant is very iffy. You have Devin Booker who is a complete Robin. Um, and he might like playing behind Kevin Durant, that might help him. But Kevin Chris Paul's getting older. DeAndre Aiden, I don't trust. I'm sorry. I don't trust <laughs> him. He, he, I would love him for the Mavericks because he'd be better than what we have. Right. But honestly, on that team, DeAndre Aiden, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with him. He's very up and down. He's a very 50-50 player. Sometimes he's great, sometimes he's 
terrible. They're a very up and down team. That's the problem with Phoenix. And they don't have that mentality as a team, in my opinion. I don't think they have that edge. The reason why they, the finals was the one time they got close enough and then they kind of screwed it up there. Um, does Kevin Durant change that? I don't know. But we'll see. I think he takes them over the hump. I think the, I think the Phoenix Suns will be the team to represent the West in the finals. So, there was a fight that happened a couple weeks ago. And you can say what you want about these guys, uh, YouTuber, but first, my first question is two-parter, both short. Did you watch the Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight? No, but I heard a lot about it. And my second question to that is, do you know who Jake Paul is? Yes, he's a YouTuber. Okay. I know the YouTuber. He's a boxer. No, he's a YouTuber. (laughs) Is that a boxer? Yeah, he's a YouTuber. He's a YouTuber. Okay. Do you know who won? Uh, Jake Paul. Right? No, Tommy Fury won. Oh, sure. oh, really? Yeah, take that. Yeah, so there's that. I know. I, I, here's my thing with the whole thing. With um, I know a lot of people hate that YouTubers are boxers. That right. They ruins the boxing sport. But boxing really needed that. Uh, but I do think that now every YouTuber thinks they're a boxer. And now they have YouTube and boxing matches. And so I'll, I don't know if you know these YouTubers. Um, do you know Adam Sala? Yeah. Adam Sala and uh, Slim. Right. They're two Muslim Bloggers, which I'm Muslim, so I watch them. They're Arab uh, from Yemen. Yemen. Yeah. They had somewhat of a start in boxing, but they did a lot of YouTube stuff first. And I used to love watching their YouTube stuff, but now I don't watch them because they don't put anything on because they're boxers. Like they completely just transformed. And it's all about YouTubers facing other YouTubers in boxing matches. And I think that's kind of fun, but a little bit also, I think it ruins the sport of boxing because I don't think they take it as seriously. So I think they need to, if they start taking it seriously, like Jake Paul, how do you think Jake Paul has taken it seriously? And I think people shouldn't discount him. If they take it seriously, I'm fine. See, that's where, and I'll be upfront, I've bought the last three Jake Paul fights. One, because the first one I watched, I, I walked away saying, you know what, That was his opponent wasn't that great, but I was like, that's some of the most fun I've had watching a fight in a while. Uh, on the boxing side, on the UFC side, I watch them every single week. Like I watch all UFC content all the time. So like, but just on boxing terms, um, Jake Paul, I agree with you. When I bought into him was when I realized he was taking it seriously. I was like, okay, this dude clearly wants to box. He's doing the steps to become a boxer. Obviously, he's not going to be the best. And I think it's done that people are saying like, well, go fight Tyson Fury and go fight Canelo and go fight these guys. I'm like, dude, the dude's like two years into it. Like, you're not going to go fight that, that. He would kill. He would die. Like, he can't, like, he's working his way up towards these guys. And Tommy Fury was the next test. Uh, like, a so, so like, real boxer. Someone that has, like, professional boxing experience. Not just professional UFC, yeah. you know, experience. And he lost. He totally lost. And it was, you could see, like, hey, you're just not there yet. So we'll see what he does. Is is Was this all a gimmick? I don't think it was. I think he's going to get back in there. I think he's going to. I don't think the rematch is compelling at all. Because these, like, one-off fights for these guys is kind of what sells but if he's serious, I mean, they'll rematch and then we'll see where he goes from there. And like, I'm excited to see what he'll do because I, if he's bought in, I'm totally in. I'm anybody that wants to try, I'm in. We need something because boxing. I mean, they had. I'm also excited about Earl Spence Jr. Then, oh yeah, yeah. Then yeah. He keeps getting in car crashes. I know. Oh yeah. And then we also got we got Gervonta Tank Davis fighting uh, Garcia, who is Tank is a descendant of. Well, he's. I don't want to say it like that. He is a. Uh, part of the tree of Floyd Money Mayweather, who is my favorite boxer of all time. Why? What Floyd? Yeah. Because I love. It's funny. What's what I love about Floyd is what everybody hates about Floyd. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no. I I love what I love about Floyd is his defense. 
which everybody yeah, hates about him because With because he makes fights boring. I absolutely love that. Like that is one of my That's favorite fine. things is to watch Floyd not get I'm hit. I'm just a, I will say this, and I, you can disagree with me all you want. If the fight between Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather had originally happened the year it's supposed to happen, yeah. Pacquiao would have won that fight. I think it would have been a lot. I think you would have had a really really close contest, and I would and have no, said I think that would go either been, way. That would have been the greatest fight we've ever seen. Oh yeah. The, oh the yeah. The fight the fight we got we were wrong. Still great though. No, it was, that ah, was, it was fine. No, it was because it was, he was hurt. And Pacquiao, the only listen, he was hurt. hurt. No, 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 he hurt. was, he was hurt. severely hurt. And he they, they still thought, had a chance, I know, man. No, I know, but they said no, he didn't. I saw the, the score; they didn't even give him a shot. There was a point where Floyd got rocked no. in that. In that, yeah. But yeah. I'm telling you right now, if he wasn't as hurt, because and the reason why he didn't want to back out is because we were waiting for this for five years. This was already the most anticipated fight of all time, right? And so nobody wanted to call off that fight. But if he was healthy, I guarantee you, Pacquiao would have won. The that fight not taking place when it did is what springs Jake Paul doing what he's doing. Yeah. Because that's your issue, is because your fights don't get made fast enough, which is the best part about UFC, which by the way, I would like to go on the record saying I'm the biggest UFC fan in the entire building. Like that, hands down, not even close. Like Just Darian over there. Ah, Darian knows what I'm talking about. Hey, we're both good, you know, like the right there. You're just sitting in the building, we're in the middle of the night recording right now, like... <laughs> There's a janitor probably down there. Of That's a fair point. When this building is completely <laughs> full, let's say everybody on. Okay, fine. I'm the biggest UFC fan yeah. on the ticket. Okay, hands down, not even close. I'm gonna. We're gonna hold that. We're gonna. We're gonna test that. Put me up again. against anybody you want to. George Dunn. Oh, easily. Easy money. Bob Sturm. Easy money. You know. We'll see. Hundred percent. Like not. Like I'm you not that Gordo serious. Me. You got Gordo. Uh, no, no. Hundred percent. Of course, you I got watch. Gordo. I watch. I watch every, I watch Contender Series. I watch The Ultimate Fighter. I watch every pay-per-view. I watch every fight night. I watch. I have the fight pass. I do it all. I watch Cage Warriors. How much do you get paid, man? What? I don't have money for all that. <laughs> you know, Cage Warriors, PFL. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, all right. You well, know, we so. have a time for one question. I'm going to ask you this one. Okay. okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. The Oscars are Yeah, up. that's what I had on here. I want to hear what you guys say. I was going to say, do you think somebody gets slapped at the Oscars this year? No, because Jimmy, because Jimmy's doing it. Jimmy is very experienced, and the thing what's going to happen is... Well, it wasn't it last year because we didn't have any hosts either. Right. Well, Chris Rock was the... No, he wasn't. No, he sorry, was why a, did I say that? He was the presenter. That? You're right. He was just the presenter, which, by the way, he's clearly upset about that. So, uh, yeah, I think Chris Rock, by the way, is did it wrong that he took a year to respond nah, to man. it. No, you do as your comedian. No, 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 no. He took a year to respond to it, and then when he did, it was all he really did was call him a bitch. It and was pretty fumbled. mean, though. It was, but he fumbled. That's how upset he was, though. Because he, he fumbled yeah. the, the joke, too, because he switched the movies. But that's how mad he was that he messed up the Why joke. Why are you mad? I am sorry. Oh, come on. No, I'm. he should be done with this. Nah, it was bad. It was no, bad. It was no, bad. It was no, bad. No, he made money off this. So do he I think there's... He made money off this. He is a little... You know who's the bitch? Chris Rock. No. Yeah, he's being a little bitch. No, no, do it. And I'm not trying to defend Will Smith. Will Smith did wrong. Oh, big time. But big time. But you know what? He didn't murder anybody. He didn't rape anybody. No, he definitely he didn't. Slept, he slapped somebody. And we're we're acting like he's uh, he calls him Shook Knight all the time. Like he's not Shook Smith. He's just Will Smith. He made one mistake, and Chris Rock is milking this for one year. Well, he's done now. Like he's, I hope he's done. Nah, he, yeah, I, I hope it's done. It after. would fall flat if he did it in another. If he did another special, do I? No, there won't be. Actually. I think that there's a chance that this Oscars ends up being under two, three hours and 20 minutes, 
three hours and a half, three what and a half hours. You think it'd be a quick one? No, because Jimmy Kimmel's really good about like he's this is like a veteran dude. Like he, like you know like he he's got it. He's done this before. He knows how to get it going. Do a couple monologues. Da 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 da. Get who, it. Who wins? Who best wins? Picture. Best picture. I have a I, I I have a who and who should. Who? Who will win? Unfortunately. It's not unfortunate. It's a great movie, but it's not my favorite movie of the year. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, everybody's been talking about. Yeah, I mean that thing. There's, there's no movie. It, it, it swept, it swept all the awards. It's, yeah. it's won all the Guild Awards, and it also won at the uh, Golden Globes. There's no movie that's won all four Guild Awards, and as it would be a statistical like, uh, what's the word? Anomaly. Anomaly. Yeah, for it to not win Best Picture after what it's won at the at all the Guild Awards. The thing that I think should win. I don't know. Like, well, like, like I want to have fun. Like, if I was gonna have fun, I'd say Top Gun should win. I was gonna say that. But my should, my if I'm being serious, my should win is Tar. Tar is an unbelievable film. Almost like, it's one of the best films in the past ten years. Todd Field, the way he, it, 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 it's the like pound for pound the best film of the year. I think honestly, because of the movies I've seen. Uh, and I haven't seen a lot of the Oscar movies this year. I, I live for just, this. This is like my Super Bowl. No, I, I mean, I love the Oscars. Yeah. Usually I go watch a lot of them. This year I just wasn't interested in a lot of really? films. I don't know why. I just didn't like any of them. See, I watch them all even if I don't like them. Uh, and I've also been very busy this year, so I haven't been able to get catch. The ones I've seen are the ones that go to the theaters, and those are my Marvel and my DC films. That <laughs> they come. Pre- they take precedence. So um, have you seen? I did see Top Gun Maverick, and okay. I also thought that was such a... Uh, the reason why I think it should win is because it, it kind of saved the movie industry in my Steven Spielberg said that. It saved it, and I think that's why it should win. But you know who I think the only only person I care about in this one category that I think should win is Brendan Fraser for the win. I want to see him win the Academy. It's going to be tough. It will it's be. going to be tough because Austin Butler has a huge backing yeah, behind him. I understand that, but that's... But I will say this. That, but he... No, I'm sorry, no, because you know why he shouldn't win? Because the movie's not that great. No, but his performance is good. It's Elvis. Everybody can play Elvis. No, that's not Hello, true. Don't, don't, don't be so quick to, dis- to, to, to discount, the, to discount the, the performance of Austin Butler. Here, here's Jesse, what I'll tell you. Uncle Jesse played a better Elvis in Full House. That's not true. Um, and I love I, I, I love John Stamos. But this is what helps you on the Brendan Fraser uh, case. He won, he won the SAG Award. That is big time. It the is. fact that he won at the... At the of course, he didn't win the Golden Globe. What? No, no, no. Oh, but yeah. that was like he, honestly, he was never like. No matter how good he would do, he's never gonna win that award because one, he's he. They do not get along. You know that history oh, yeah, I forgot. with yeah. the assault. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they are never going to say like that would basically be that would be almost a way of them saying like, yeah, we were wrong, and they're not gonna do that. The Golden Globes will not do that. I, I, so, so I hope that's the case. Yeah, the fact that he won the SAG it now back like opens the door back up to me. Like before that, when the Golden Globes happened and Austin Butler won, if you asked me then, I would have said. He's not winning the award. It's either Austin Butler or Colin Farrell. Now I'm going to say Colin Farrell. I mean, Colin Farrell, um, Austin Butler probably has the edge, but I would not be shocked at all if Brendan wins. I think Brendan Fraser should win because that performance in that movie is utterly one of the best performances I've ever seen. You cry in that film. I, I, I just, I don't, that's talk about a movie that's not good. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> the overall, the movie's okay, but, like, I'm just saying, like, his performance got me. Yeah, no, he he's what makes the movie great. Yeah, and that's for, the thing is that yeah. he says it. But Elvis, I'm sorry, but we're just watching Elvis Have and you seen Elvis? do a terrible other act. So you've seen Elvis? Uh, I've seen bits and pieces, but it's not like, like I, I got. I remember we were watching it at home, and I fell asleep during it. 
and then the parts wow. I did see was just okay. My last, my last thing on this because this is a huge weekend for the Oscars. This could de- literally how this week goes could depend on if the Oscars are on TV next year or not. Seriously, yeah, they could easily end up on a streaming service next week, next year. Have you seen All Quiet on the Western Front? No, unbelievable. So good, and the score is awesome. Avatar, Big Jim. You've seen The Way of Water? Yes. I love that movie. Banshees of Inner Sharon. No. So good. You've talked about Elvis. Have you seen everything everywhere all at once? No. You would like it. It's very comic booky. It deals. With I the, was going like, to it. It deals with the multiverse I, and yeah, all that yeah, I was jazz. See it. I, I'm yeah. very familiar with that film. Right. Um, there are a lot of these films I haven't seen because again I got busy, but they're very hard to like you know unless you went to the theaters and oh, yeah. came out. Really hard to find on streaming and stuff, and I don't have the access to it. So unless I'm going to go out and try to find it, right. which I'm not going to. Do you know what the Fables Fablemans is? Have you heard of Irish? That is the Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, the Fablemans is Steven Spielberg's loosely based uh, biopic I, on himself. Yeah. My favorite movie of these category would definitely be between Avatar and the Fablemans. Tar, I think, is the best pound for pound movie. Have you heard of that one before? I just told you. No. Okay, Tar is Todd Field. It is Kate Blanchett who is going to possibly win that award over uh, Michelle Yeoh. We'll see. But Tar, not, Michelle Yeoh is going to win. I uh, will see. Tar is great. Top Gun Maverick. You've heard of Triangle of Sadness. Have you heard of that one? No. Okay, Tri- Triangle of Sadness is an English movie. Uh, I watched that a couple weeks ago. It has Woody Harrelson in it for what it's worth. They're on a boat. It's about social constructs and you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, a lot of these films, I don't give a fuck. Real? Oh, okay. Like, Last one. I, 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 I'm, I'll tell you right now, I love movies, right? But I don't want to go to see pretentious movies. I hate that. That's oh, yeah? I, I don't like pretentious movies. I don't think that teaches me anything. I like to see good movies. Just a good movie. I'll go watch yeah. whatever, whenever. I, I'm with you there for the yeah. most part. Like, you know what? I, I remember back in the day when I first started going to movies, Gone Girl, right? Great movie. It was awesome. it was a great, I didn't expect it to be good. I was like, well, what is this movie? And it was it, it got me enthralled. I'm like, okay, let's go. Yeah. I don't want a lot of these movies when they put like, you know, their Oscar bait films. I'm just not uh, into. It. I hate Oscar. That's my favorite kind of movie. The last one, number ten, that just barely got in over movies like Babylon and the, Have you seen the menu? Yes. Okay. I love the menu. This men, this movie got over the menu. The menu was on the I think it was on the short list and it just barely missed the cut line. Women talking. Yeah, about the about in 2010 there was a colony uh, that was like the men were abusing the women and it was like almost like the colony was acting like an 1800s colony like the way they dressed and everything. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. That movie made it in at number 10, slightly above the menu. The menu was awesome. I know. The menu barely missed out. I love out. the ending when she says. Yeah, it yeah, was I, good. You know what? You know what gets me when movies make me want to eat, or they just like show you like how perfectly they make it. Uh, by the way, did you say you liked Avatar? No, I didn't like Avatar. I loved Avatar. I've seen Avatar three times, all in theater. Saw it in the span of. If you guys can't see, because it's a podcast, but I'm giving him a dirty look. I saw Avatar three times in a week and a half. Saw it Avatar, twice in two days, in three days. The, way, the sequel, Avatar: yeah. Way of Water, is the most overhyped. No, film. shut up. No, I'm it's, sorry. It's the greatest. It's a good movie. Greatest it's technical a, achievement in the great, history of cinema. I'm, I'm so so. Literally, literally changes uh, okay. the way we look but at. Can I ask you something? Can, I'm glad James Cameron 
found a big new gym. Yeah, big gym. I'm just glad he did that. But could he not cut out fucking 40 minutes of the no, film? Because he's big gym. If there's 40 minutes of them just swimming. Because it is so it's amazing. Stupid. It's so I amazing. Sat there in the theater. I was tired. I was like, okay, I get it. They Dude, can swim. You By just, the way, no. he is ripping off Avatar, the cartoon series. No, he's not. Yeah, you know why? First, oh, the, the earth bending people, and all that. Whatever. Next is the water people. Next, he says there's yeah. the fire people. Yeah. He is ripping them off. No. Jim. The reason we Jim. did an extra 40 minutes was because Jim Cameron was like, I spent all this money on this technology, and so I need a I need to spend forty minutes on them swimming. Oh yeah, Jim Cameron, man, that guy. Literally, big. they spent. People not, need to call him Jim Cameron. Listen, more. G- Jim Cameron over there said, you know, we're just gonna focus in on them learning how to swim for a good forty but minutes do you of the know film. What it took. But I don't give a fuck. They filmed that crap in the water, I man. I don't care. I don't need to see that 40 minutes. That technology that he put in the 09 version literally was able to translate it into the water. No, I'm sorry. That's You know how hard that is? That, that is? is ridiculous. Oh, my God. It changes the way we I, okay, look at everything. Great. That's great. That's great. I'm so And great. the reason we're doing you know the what? 40 minutes extra you, is because James Cameron goes, yo, I'm James Cameron. I just did something that nobody else is ever going to be able to do. Yeah, You're going to look at this because I can do what I want. Like, listen, they made Bollywood films seem short. That's how bad oh, it was. Man. I, could, I watched that movie two times right, in three days, three times a week and a half. Gonna just, I'm just going to punch you. Big Jim, uh, we we argued too much in this. Uh, this this is uh, we were like best friends in the last episode. I think we were like two we were, hours. We were like enemies now. Anyway, um, thank you guys. This has been turn off your damn mics. Creighton, can you tell us where you can find you? Find me on Twitter at Creighton Branch. I post a lot of music stuff more so than my sports stuff, but I do have my sports content there as well. On there as well. Um, especially in what two weeks now, it'll be Miami time, the Ultra, yeah. and so I'll be posting all the time there. Very excited to see. Those guys. And then also I have another podcast that I do that talks all things Texas Longhorns football and the heartbreak that that is called the Bevo Boys. We are part of the uh, Pigskin Podcast Network. So check us out on literally that's everywhere. Spotify, Apple, just wherever you type it. And of in, course, so. you're catch you on Mazbeat as well. Oh, on yeah, I'm on Mazbeat. Literally just finished that. I'm about to go grab that audio and edit it later there here in go. a sec. It's uh, officially 116 in the morning and we are on the day of the Mazbeat. This is probably the latest I've ever turned in a Mavs I like how you admitted that. Well, it gets if it's like, you're the one that's board hopping on tomorrow. Right? Are you board yeah. hopping from four o'clock to five? o'clock? I am. So yeah, yeah. That's why I'm not worried you're about better. it. Better, you yeah. better play it. I'm worried about because it it's going to get to you. So that's why uh, I'm not worried about right. it. Uh, and of course, I'm. You can follow me on Twitter at ea sports dfw. Of course, I'm on bfb occasionally sometimes there so you can catch it at bfbdfw. Catch our podcast there, and of course, you can catch me hear me on the ticket here, and uh, we'll be on. At, uh, I'll be on board up in afternoon delight, 12 to 2 tomorrow, and I'll be producing Just Killing Time, 12 to 2 on Sunday. So big weekend here at the ticket, and of course it's been announced I will be a part of the April Fool's Open. You will. And I have announced if this is going to happen, it's going to happen. Mr. Creighton Branch will be my caddy. Boom! I will That's be your right. caddy. I've already realized that you know nothing about golf, and that is going to make it that much better. But, you know, man, it's the best weekend of the year. It's Oscars weekend, and there's... Nothing else that I could be more excited about. So You are a nerd. I'm ready to go. All right. Later, guys.